It's time for Tri-City Storm Hockey. You're listening to the Storm Radio Network on the Breeze 94.5. Left point, Dello shoots, shot, score! And it was deflected in by Carson Meyer. This crowd is rumbling at the Vieira Wireless Center. Backhands it around the rim to Gorenson. Centering pass, Marino pinches up, shoots, center slot, safe scope. One hands it to Wallen, shoots and scores! Center slot, no problem, Jake Wallen, 5-0 Storm. Storm defensive zone, backhander shot, forehander shot, two saves Greenfield. This is Storm Hockey on the Storm Radio Network. Now to the ice with the voice of your Tri-City Storm, David Fine. The Tri-City Storm are home again at the Viero Center, and tonight a matchup with the Waterloo Blackhawks for the second straight night. Welcome to the broadcast, everyone. My name is David Fine, your voice of the Tri-City Storm on ESPN Radio Superstation. If you're listening on the radio and if you're listening online, we are on the Breeze 94.5's Listen Live link that's been tweeted out from the Storm's personal account. Another night for the Storm in Kearney, Nebraska, just on the the banks of the Platte River. Tonight, the Storm looking to get two points after it earned one point last night against those Waterloo Blackhawks, dropping three to two in overtime. The Storm scored the first two goals of the game from Joseph Alone and Matthias Gorenson before three straight goals from the Waterloo Blackhawks. There was a stretch in that game where eight minutes and one seconds passed, and there were all four goals of regulation. Sam Rossini scored the overtime winner for the Waterloo Blackhawks. 6-15 into the first overtime, and the only overtime in three-on-three hockey. When we come back, we hear from Ben Gordon, Tri-City Storm assistant coach on our coach's corner, and Ben gives us a look at how the Storm fared in last night's game, his assessment of it as uh, assistant coach on the team, as well as some numbers talk and why Ben wore a non-traditional hockey number for part of his career, number 76. That's all next here on our ESPN Radio Superstation. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z, featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island, and online at shopconestogamall.com. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years, hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Carney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts. Something to crow about. 
For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. We're back on our Tri-City Storm Coaches Corner pregame show. Tri-City Storm for the second straight night taking on the Waterloo Blackhawks. I'm David Fine and joined by assistant coach for your Storm. That's Ben Gordon. Ben, the team does get a point last night falling in overtime. You've had a chance to look at the tape. What is your guys as a coaching staff's uh, assessment of last night's game? Uh, you know, I thought we played a, a pretty good game um, overall. Uh, but, you know, we... Uh, we got to try to uh, minimize the, I guess you could say, a, a little bit of a mental lapse we maybe had in the second. Um, you know, a couple of times this year we've uh, had leads and, um, you know, we kind of let it, took our foot off the gas, so to speak. It happened in Omaha and we ended up getting away with it and getting two points in overtime. And last night was an example of, you know, where we took our foot off the gas and it didn't work out for us. So, um, you know, we're a young team and, and we're learning and we're learning as a staff and um, hopefully just moving forward we can, uh, you know, like I said, keep our foot on the gas when we, when we have a lead like that. How do you coach that? Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, can be coached really. I, I mean, you know, we, we keep in our guys' ear. We keep telling them to do the things that, that, that we're uh, telling them to do. And um, I know they're working hard uh, to do that. Not, nobody wants to give up a, um, you know, a lead at any point of any game in any sport. But, uh, you know, it's kind of a mental thing. Um, whether you uh, um, are letting up or, or what the situation is, you just got to keep your focus on, uh, you know, playing the way that, that got you that lead in the first place. How difficult is it in the sport of hockey to maybe keep up that momentum with every single guy if you're constantly switching lines about every 45 seconds a minute? Yeah, you know, it's uh, hockey's a huge game of momentum swings. It's it's uh, it's just the way it is, and I guess the the way you got to approach it as a team, and uh, we kind of approach it as a staff, is to uh, you know not get too high, but not get too low as well. You know, there's going to be good things that happen in the game. You're going to score goals, and you're also probably going to get scored on in most cases. So it's just kind of um, learning how to, to deal with success and deal with a little bit of failure all in, all in the same 60-minute time frame. This is Ben Gordon on our Tri-City Storm Coaches Corner on your Storm pregame show, 7.30 puck drop against the Waterloo Blackhawks Friday night game here in Kearney. Uh, Notice that uh, there's nine numbers on Waterloo that are 40 or above, and uh, that's a, a little bit a little bit strange. They also have a 39 in the lineup tonight, uh, Liam Pecoraro there captain suiting up for the first time this season what's been your experience with sort of these non-traditional hockey numbers throughout your career uh you know i guess in junior and in college you don't see them too much usually 10 teams tend to stick with the uh the one through 30 or one through 35 or whatever but uh you know i think as you get into pro you see guys uh wearing high numbers you know crosby 87 pat kane 88 i think kids like that and they you know they like to uh you know if, if their um, equipment guys are willing to you know let them wear those numbers so I think I think they're gonna do it yeah I mean I did it myself in my career I wore 13 my whole life and when I got the pro one time I, uh, I couldn't be 13 so I picked 76 because 7 plus 6 is 13 so uh, you know guys just kind of figure out ways to maybe get around it maybe there's a couple cases like that on their team when did you uh, wear number 76 Ah, uh, you know I wore it early on in my my pro career uh, in the East Coast League and I think in the American League a little bit uh I just, like I said, I picked 76. I thought it was a pretty ugly number, and if I couldn't be 13, nobody <laughs> else would pick that. So, 
how did you come to that besides to, like what's the thought process of oh I can't be 13 now I gotta figure something else out yeah like I said uh, I went out with all the the addition combos of eight and five and you know uh nine and four and I thought 76 was pretty ugly so I went with that this is Ben Gordon on our storm pregame show leading up to puck drop against the Waterloo Blackhawks about the Blackhawks uh, they're coached by someone pretty famous in this league. I don't know what your experience is with P.K. O'Hanley, the winningest coach in USHL history. What What do you know about P.K.? Do you know P.K.? You know, I know him a little bit. Uh, I actually, you know, shook hands and, and talked with him briefly last night. And uh, he, I think he did a little double take last time. You maybe saw me. It was when I was playing in this league. It was about probably 50 pounds ago. So uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, and then he, you know, once I said my name, we kind of talked. I, I remember he... Uh, coached against myself when I was in this league and I mean he's built some unbelievable teams in Waterloo it's a you know it's a it's a great place to play they got a good rink and he's done a, a tremendous job and um, you know I never had the privilege to play for him or anything but I've had some buddies play for him and they said he does a he does a, a great job and guys like playing for him and he's, he's built a good program there. P.K. O'Hanley, you'll hear from him during our second intermission report a little bit about the winningest coach in USHL history. This is his I believe his 21st year he's won 476 games in the USHL more than anyone else ever in the history of this league as a junior league what's it like for you guys as a coaching staff you and Taylor Nelson and Bill McColt all in your first year and you look over at the other sideline and there's someone that's won so many games during the career yeah you know um like I said earlier he's a tremendous coach um I think throughout the course of our game uh, you know 400 and whatever however many wins he has is, is quite the accomplishment and I you know as a staff uh, you know I don't think Bill's thinking like that I think we're just trying to you know focus on our task at hand and <laughs> trying to get a couple wins here to, to, to get get the ball rolling for us and our team when you were a player what situations were you in especially during your collegiate career and your pro career when you're sometimes going against some uh maybe intimidating or sort of historic coaches at the same time you remember any yeah you know I mean the one that comes to mind is I think uh coach Bill played for him is uh you know Red Berenson in Michigan he's been there forever he's one of the you know winningest coaches in college uh hockey history and uh you know playing when you go into Michigan's barn and he's standing there behind the bench he's kind of a you know an intimidating presence he you know he seems pretty stern and serious and yeah you know his team usually comes out with that same uh uh, you know thought process so it's pretty cool another guy would be maybe Dave Haxtell who's now coaching in uh, Philadelphia coached University of North Dakota he's a you know a stern straightforward guy and you knew when you looked at him on on the bench you knew he meant business so uh, he had to be ready to go had you ever made a relationship with any of those coaches that you sort of looked over at one time like Berenson and said hey he's a little bit intimidating or somewhat of a historic figure over there no you know I uh I haven't really ever had the chance to speak at length with either of those two guys, but, uh, you know, maybe now that I'm a coach myself, I'd, uh, you know, if I ran into them, I might, you know, tell them that they scared me a bit back when I was playing. So, uh, but, you know, they're both tremendous coaches and they get the most out of their players. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, guys like me and Taylor and and, and Bill are, are, you know, striving to do that. Ben Gordon on our Tri-City Storm pregame show. Thanks so much, Benny. Thanks a lot, Fine. I appreciate it. We'll take a quick time out and come back with the rest of our pregame show on the ESPN Superstation tonight. Midway Auto Dealership says, Go Storm! We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal of Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day. Plus, free car washes for life. It's 
hassle-free, and just like the storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney or online at thinkmidway.com. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Tri-City Storm Hockey here on your ESPN Superstation 1460. This is David Fine with you. The Tri-City Storm and the Waterloo Blackhawks tonight from the Viero Center. Tri-City looking to get over 500 with a win tonight. Still stuck in 4-4-1 overtime loss and one shootout loss after losing in overtime last night. Our Burger King starting lineups being announced. Brian Hawkinson left wing, Paul Washi the center, Colin Rutherford at right wing, Matthias Morrison and John Marino are the defense for your Tri-City Storm with Pat Greenfield in net. Greenfield strides out, making his fourth consecutive start as a Storm goalie. We'll take a quick timeout and come back. It's game time. Waterloo and Storm next on the Breeze, on the Breeze 94.5. Sports on the ice. The hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z. Featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, carts, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Kearney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts. Something to crow about. 
For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. The skates are on the helmet's tight. It's time to drop the puck. This is the Storm Radio Network. It's time for the first period of Storm Hockey. Now to the booth, the voice of your Tri-City Storm, David Fine. The lights are on and the stage is set from the Viero Center in Kearney, Nebraska. The Tri-City Storm and the Waterloo Blackhawks for the second straight night here in Kearney, Nebraska. We'll give you our linesmen and our referees from this affair. Walker Holton and Jim White are the two refs, linesman Trevor Atkinson and Kyle Riccitelli. Starting at left wing for the Storm, Brian Hawkinson with Paul Washi and Colin Rutherford. Matt Greenfield in net for Tri-City opposing Cale Morris. Same goalie matchup for the second straight night. Puck is dropped. Blackhawks win it, moving left to right in period number one. Puck's green down, left side corner boards. High chipped out to the neutral zone. Storm possession momentarily. Here's Paul Washi. Offensive zone for the Storm. Light chip shot. Save Morris. He covers. 19 seconds gone in the first period. The Storm looking to get over 500 with a win tonight against the Blackhawks. Team boasts Waterloo does a 3 5 0-1 record, good for seven points. The Storm with nine points with four regulation wins. Or ten points with four regulation wins, a shootout loss and an overtime loss. Paul Washi, left wing attacking zone faceoff, pushes it to Hawkinson, backhands it towards Morris, loves it down for a save and a faceoff. No rebound. Morris, the goalie from Larkspur, Colorado. This season, a 3-4-1 record, 2-4-5 goals against, and a 9.07 save percentage. Matt Greenfield with the Storm, a goals against of 2-3, a save percentage of 9.09. Tri-City Storm lost last night in overtime, 3-2, with Greenfield in net to Waterloo. Face-off win for the Storm, holding at the left wing right along the half boards, and here's Ronnie Hine, the captain, crossing a pass to the neutral zone. It's to the big Latvian. That's George Golovkov's left point shot, Greenfield saves, and he covers. The Storm wearing their home white jerseys. The purple Tri-City Storm written across the front with the stripes around the waist. Also stripes around the waist of the Blackhawks jerseys, which are red, white, and black. Line changes for both teams. And the first time we get to see Aaron O'Neill in a Storm uniform, the center for the Storm, who says he is very excited to be back from the lower body injury he sustained that put him on injured reserve to begin the year. Storm win faceoff. That was O'Neill getting the faceoff win, the former Green Bay gambler. He was playing in Green Bay last season and also a little bit of the year before. 73 career games with Green Bay. He has four points, but he's been called the fastest player on the team by some Storm forwards. Minute into the first, no score. Storm in the attacking zone. O'Neill out there with Wade Allison and Justin Dixon, three-man forward line. Sam Rossini, the overtime hero from last night from Waterloo, loses possession to Allison, crossed in front towards Dixon. He's shoved out of the way, and the puck is cut off by Waterloo. Minute 30 gone in the first. No score. 
A glove down into the storm defensive zone. Centering pass. Cotton shoots. Glove saved Greenfield. The puck is dropped. It's to the right wing beneath the goal line. Centering pass. Matthews gets a knee down. Blocks it behind the net. Consistent Waterloo possession for the last 20 seconds or so, including one glove saved by Greenfield. Storm send the puck all the way down the ice. It waffles for an icing. Minute 45 gone in the first period of play. The Storm and the Waterloo Blackhawks. The Waterloo uh, Waterloo ended a five-game losing streak last night. It was the longest losing streak in the USHL. Storm's coaching staff's assessment was a hungry team, Waterloo, combined with a couple defensive breakdowns, leads to an overtime loss. Face-off win to Mason Anderson, shoots it off of Dixon's leg, and he goes and makes a change. Looks okay. That Carson Meyer line is out with Nico Sturman, Jake Wallen. Meyer's riding a four-game point streak, which is best in the USHL. Over that stretch, he has accumulated two goals and three assists for five points. Storm in the attacking zone. Jason Critch holds at the left point. Putting the Critch and Jack McNeely defensive pairing out there with the top line for the Storm seems to be the combo. Critch and McNeely both a little bit below minus, one minus four, one minus five. Crossed by Waterloo, a turnover, bounces out to center ice. Here's Carson Meyer, two on two, two and a half minutes into the first, no score. Meyer shoots, high ring, and a save made from the right side by Morris. Held it in the pads without a rebound. First three shots of the game belong to the Storm. A line change for both teams. John Marino, Matias Lawrence in the defense pairing. Matias scored a goal last night for the Storm. He has been on ice for 15 of the Storm's 26 goals this season. It's better than 60% for Matias. Storm lose defensive zone draw, but force a turnover. The intercept from Johnny McDermott, 6-1 forward from Darianne, Connecticut. This is his last game played with the Storm for the next little while. He's an affiliate player that'll be heading back to Connecticut for the Westminster School's high school schedule. Around the half boards, Waterloo rings it out slightly towards center ice, trickles back to the Storm blue line. Possession with McDermott. Speeds across the right wing side. High right circle shot. It's blocked before it reached Morris. And then Austin Long tripped and slid that net right off its moorings. There's a delayed penalty. It's touched up in the corner by the Blackhawks. And a delayed penalty. Storm going on the power play. Face off in the right wing attacking zone. As Long drove the net and McDermott shot it. Mikey Anderson, the, the seventh defenseman in the order for the Waterloo Blackhawks, tripped up Long. The two-minute trip gives the Storm a century 21 power play. Three and a half minutes into our Nebraska lottery first period, no score. Storm's power play comes in 14th in the USHL at 9.3%. Yet to score a power play goal at home this season. 0 for its first 26, but the contrast is its penalty kill is 20 for 20 here at home, the Storm is. Storm start out looking to end the drought. Right point shot, Gorenson's blocked and it hit Nico Sturm. Friendly fire. Bounced it to the right wing half boards, bounced up and held at the point by Marino. He turns the corner, gets to the low right circle, goes behind net. Storm with set up on the power play. 20 seconds in, man advantage. Centering pass, Sturm whips it and misses left. Gorenson pinches in to keep. Three goals for Gorenson, eight points. That's second best among USHL defensemen. Pinches it back right point, Marino. Slings cross ice, Meyer, and he's stationary. Saucer right side, Gorenson shoots and a save made. Boris, no rebound again. 
First five shots of the game belong to the Storm. Four minutes into the first period, 30 seconds into the power play on Mikey Anderson's two-minute tripping. Still zeros on the scoreboard. Gorenson nearly had his fourth of the year, which would have tied him for best in the USHL amongst defensemen. We have a full start on the faceoff, and Nico Sturm is called out of the dot. It's Jake Wallen time. Wallen steps in against the draw against Gulf Coast, and it's won by the Storm. The spinning Wallen holds at the right side point. The bombardment unit at the point for the Storm, Gorenson and Marino. Gorenson ladles a pass off the boards that bounces towards the center of the slot in empty space. First to it, a Blackhawk, and a clear down the ice by Nick Sweeney, the team's leading goal scorer. He has six, and he's on the shorthanded unit. Storm right to left. A little bit more than four gone in the first, and no score. Halfway through the power play for the Storm. One shot on goal that was a good one on Cale Morris. Carson Meyer holds right low circle, Storm attacking zone. Whipped around the boards. Pesky holds on the backhand and keeps. Turns it over on a pass down the boards that's cleared all the way down the ice by the Hawks. 30 seconds remaining on the Storm power play. No score. Shots 4-0 in favor of Tri-City about five minutes into the first. A drive right to left from the Storm. Justin Dixon goes beneath the goal line, and he's walled. Aaron O'Neill speeds to it, gets it back. Right point, slung to the left side. Here's Critch. Walks the line, shoots. Block made in front of the net. Caught up in the paraphernalia. Centering pass goes right point. Pesky shoots it over net, and it dings off the netting, bouncing back in, out of play. The Baker's dozen worth of seconds left on the Storm power play. Five minutes and two seconds into the first, and no score. Anderson sitting down in the penalty box. That's Mikey Anderson for Waterloo. Storm getting shots or at least chances on the power play. One shot thus far. No goals against the touted goalie Morris. Faceoff win again. Critch fires it wide left. It goes beneath the goal line. Justin Dixon keeps it. And Waterloo's top-ranked penalty kill unit in the league at 89% kills off another. The power play is over. Mikey Anderson's out of the box. He stays on the ice. Storm break in right to left. He goes for a change. Offside on the Storm. And that leads us to our first media timeout of the first, or at least it should. We're waiting for the indication. There it is. 14.37 remaining in the first period. No score. Waterloo Storm on the, on the breeze, 94.5. Midway Auto Dealership says, Go Storm! We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal of Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day. Plus, free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the Storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney, or online at thinkmidway.com. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Scoreless game, 14:37 remaining in the first period. This is David Fine with you on your ESPN Radio Superstation 14:60. Our Nebraska Lottery first period. Shots 4-0 in favor of the Storm. Had 41, allowed just 27 last night to Waterloo. 
but have not been able to beat Kale Morris since the early portions of the second period in yesterday's game. Storm hold the point and push it down beneath the goal line. Escapes to the left half boards. Waterloo defensive zone. Storm puck goes towards Rutherford. Driving. Slips. And the 5-7 forward watches it come the other way. Here's Ronnie Hine. Head of steam. Offensive zone. Circle shot is saved by Greenfield Blocker. The rebound found by the Storm first. And it's crossed ice to Hawkinson. A light soft chip into the defensive zone before he makes an obedient change. For the first time this season, we are not seeing Long, Graham, and Hawkinson, the normal line for Tri-City. A third or fourth line at times has been one of the Storm's best lines. Long is playing with McDermott and Sipalone. So Johnny McDermott and Joe Sipalone splitting up the Long and Hawkinson-Graham unit. And Monty Graham's a healthy scratch tonight. Two-thirds of the Yabo unit are not in. Six and a half gone. First period of play and no score. It's Waterloo Puck moving left to right in this first. From center ice, a couple back checkers get it away from Schultz, who got stung, and he's gingerly back to the bench. Storm Puck, defensive zone. Turnover at the opposite blue line, the Waterloo blue line. It's Blackhawks possession with Kevin Sherizen. Sherizen, who was pointless last night, played in the NAHL last year, a prime development league for the USHL in Wichita Falls. Delayed penalties coming on the Storm. Nico Sturm touches. What do we have? Tripping call on the Storm. Andrew Pesky takes the penalty. So the Storm 0 for 1 on the man up. Had one shot on goal against Kale Morris. That was the Mikey Anderson tripping call. This time it's number 23 for the Storm to the box. They call him the Moose, Moose Pesky. Nickname he earned as a child. Ronnie Hines stays out there. He was the one that started that big rush earlier that eventually led to the tripping call. Liam Pecoraro, the assistant captain for Waterloo, playing in his first game of the season, saw it hop over his stick, and Tri-City gets a quick clear. Well, some in Tri-City have derided the Storm power play below 10%. Waterloo's power play is slightly worse than the Storm at 8%. Tri-City's penalty kill is second in the league, killing off about 89%, and Waterloo is a couple ticks above that at 89.7%. That's best in the league. Penalty kills don't seem much like disadvantages, and yesterday Tri-City had two shorthanded breakaways, could not score on either. Backhand chip goes all the way down the ice from the storm. Not much set up by the Blackhawks thus far. Sauced by the goalie Morris to the neutral zone, Waterloo can break out. Andrew Pesky freed in 61 more seconds. Took that two-minute trip. Waterloo attacking zone set up. Held at the right side half boards along the right wing still. A two-on-two battle at the right wall. The pinching Sweeney keeps at the left side point. Feeds to the top of the point. Right at the center. And Pecoraro mans the high right circle. From just outside the rings. Perimeter pass goes. Davies fires. Save Greenfield. Not much of a rebound. Stomped on it like he was mailing a letter for a faceoff. About nine minutes gone, uh, eight minutes gone in the first period. 45 seconds left. Power play for the Blackhawks before Pesky's out of the box after taking the tripping. And no score here from the Viero Center. Camo night on a Friday here in Kearney, Nebraska. Last night was throwback Thursday. The joke coming into the night was, well, would you really be able to see any of the crowd? Face-off won by the Blackhawks to the right point. It's Ben Newhouse. Swings to the left side. Power play set up Waterloo. At the high left point, swung to the far right point. Ben Newhouse wants the puck back and gets a return feed. 
Sam Rossini stands at center point, waiting just in case. John Marino plays one-on-one -on -one defense and backs off, ceding possession to Waterloo. Rossini fakes a slap shot and intentionally whips it wide right. 22 seconds left, power play Blackhawks. Still set up attacking zone. Right high circle shot, save Greenfield pads. Goes to the right side boards, and the back-checking Meyer squirts it out to the neutral zone. Starts a two-on-one ahead with Nico Sturm. Right possession control Sturm at the faceoff dot. Shoots, save Morris. Rebound shots over the netting and out of play. Well, we talked about the shorthanded breakaways for the Storm yesterday, and this time the Sturm and Meyer PKers force a two-on-one. Kale Morris again. Sturm dragged the puck. Shot and Morris looked like he got a piece of the shoulder on it. And then on the secondary shot by Sturm, could not cash. Five seconds left, a penalty kill time for the Storm. Faceoffs won by Waterloo. Aaron O'Neill seated possession. Here's the acceleration from Michael Davies. Started slow, speeds up through neutral ice, controlled by Marshall Boyce. Big forward, 6-2, forces a defender to fall. Jason Critch gets his blade on it, and it soccers to the left side half board. Storm possession through the neutral zone in front of the bench. The deking Wallen is just on side, and about 11 minutes remaining in the first. We're at five-on-five five hockey. Jake Wallen was taken down hard with a body. He gives a little cross-check from behind. His bucket came off of his head, his flow streaming on the ice as he gets a fresh wind to the bench. No penalties either side. Moise again, the one who checked Wallen. Offensive zone, pass Davies, shots blocked. The defenseman has to get back. It's held at the left point by Waterloo. Waterloo makes a defenseman change. Only one player in the offensive zone. Wait loses it to four Storm players. Halfway through the first period. Both power plays 0 for 1 and no score. Tri-City looking to get over Hockey 500 with the victory this evening. Storm hold momentarily attacking zone. Squirts back to the neutral zone. Trickles to sip alone. Comes into the offensive zone. Far range shot is blocked. Goes behind the net of Morris. The goalie watches from the right post. The puck's still behind the net. One-on-one -on -one battle. Long prevails. Centers. Hawkinson shoots. Block. Center slot. Twirls around. Misses a backhand. Long misses a flyby check. Puck's still in the attacking zone. Storm buzzing. Nine and a half left in the first. No score. Shots 5-3 in favor of Tri-City. Maybe added another one after that whirl-around shot. Colin Sackerman settles the storm and clears it from center ice to Matt Greenfield. Greenfield heads the rush for the storm with a pass that eventually is intercepted by Ben Stilwell. Ronnie Hine, one-on-one -on -one defense, takes it away from Marino in the storm defensive zone. Marino gets it forward for the storm, dekes around one, starts the rush with Wachi. And lightly, soft possession dumps it back to Washi. Centering pass squirts towards Rutherford, and he dubbed a shot from the right circle. He wasn't even facing the net. No score with under nine to play in the first period. Storm and the Waterloo Blackhawks. Storm's second straight home game and looking for their first home win since opening night. Since then, the team's dropped its last five at home with a lot of close contests and also picked up two points in the process with overtime shootout losses. Watch out for Waterloo. A centering pass hops over a stick in the attacking zone. Ahead for the speedy Colin Rutherford. Dumps it towards Morris's Ned and Morris lightly plays it behind the cage. Keeping the play alive, the goalie to the left point. Intercepted by Waterloo. Meyer stirs it back in deep. Storm have made their change. Wallen, Allison, Critch, McNeely, the five-man unit for the Storm with Matt Greenfield in net. Backup goalies Jeremy Swayman, the emergency goalie with Jake Kiley, taking a few personal days. 
back in Canada. Swayman comes from Anchorage, Alaska, and will be traveling back to Colorado where he's playing for the Pikes Peak Miners in the state just west of Nebraska. Stormar offside by a few inches, causing a face-off and another media timeout. 7.50 left first period. No score, Waterloo Storm here on the Breeze 94.5. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Hey, Storm fans, all millionaires start somewhere, and from Mega Millions from the Nebraska Lottery, $1 makes you millions more. You buy a ticket, you match five white balls, you could be mega rich. It all starts with $1. Must be 19, and please play responsibly. No score between the Tri-City Storm and the Waterloo Blackhawks here from the Viero Center in Kearney, Nebraska. Tri-City's seventh home game of the year. The team has won just one of its first six so far. It's the message from Bill McColt to start turning it around at home, the Tri-City head coach and general manager, entering play. Tri-City lost in overtime, picking up a point yesterday. Both power plays are 0 for 1, shots are 5 to 3 in favor of Tri-City. Matchup between the winningest coach in USHL history, P.K. O'Hanley for the Blackhawks, and Bill McColt, who has four through his first ten games. Just under eight to play in the first. Faceoffs won by the Blackhawks. And those red, black, and white jerseys moving left to right in the opening Nebraska lottery first frame. Ronnie Heine extends the possession to the right side. Defenseman Sackerman intentionally wide right shot. Bounces wildly off of a bucket towards the front of the net. Held at the left point, Davies. Swings it intentionally wide right on a shot. Well then, looked like it hit off potentially a helmet. <laughs> and then bounded wildly in front of net. Matt Greenfield didn't know where it was. How often are you accounting for a puck hitting a black helmet? Storm chip it in lightly to the left wing corner. Aaron O'Neill on the ice in his first game as a Storm forward and his third year in the USHL. Back, Gorenson, point shots blocked away. Goes beneath the right circle for Marino. Extension pass to O'Neill, delivers it back to the right point. John Marino hails from northeastern Massachusetts just outside of Boston. Shoots it wildly into the crowd from the offensive zone. Didn't hit a body. It causes a neutral zone draw. One of the interesting things about Marino, acquired this season from the Chicago Steel for a third-round phase two pick in the draft, he's turned out to be somewhat of a steal for being only a third-round pick uh, acquisition. Seven points for John is third most among defensemen in the USHL. Just ahead of him is defensive partner Matthias Gorenson, who forces a turnover at center ice. Gorenson paws it down to himself, starts the rush, right to left for the Storm. Wallen looks over his options through center, a miscommunication with Nico Sturm, and the puck dribbles, cut off by Mason Anderson for the Blackhawks first. 
beneath the goal line, sent up the right side boards. Storm forecheck. The brigade out for the Storm is Wallen, Meyer, and Sturm. Line connected for one of the two Storm goals yesterday. Crossed into the Storm defensive zone towards Nick Sweeney. Forward at the point. Shoots. Blocked. And another attacking zone setup. Sweeney goes falling, and there's no penalty resulting. Six minutes left. First period of play. No score. Waterloo Storm. Wallen's hemmed down slightly. Met by two defenders. High boards it. Turnover. Goes to Pecoraro. And the assistant captain wings it to the left side. One-time shots over net. Out of play from Newhouse. Neutral zone faceoff. Newhouse missed everything. Last night, the normally defensive defenseman did score a goal for Waterloo that made it a 2-1 game. Storm were leading at the time early in the second. Waterloo scored the last three goals of the game against the Storm. Tri-City through center ice quickly with McDermott. Pass left side to Cipollone, and the puck hops over a stick. Cipollone working with Johnny, and there was a slight miscommunication as the two broke in, and Cipollone could not control on the backhand the righty shot. Here comes Waterloo through center, a deke towards the center of the slot. Golovkos, free space, shot, score! Golovkos breaking in, left to right offensive zone, lifted the puck on the backhand. Deke swung his stick over and forehand shot it past Matt Greenfield on the ice for the first goal of the game. Blackhawks 1, Storm 0, 5.33 left in period number 1. Another goal from Gully. Had one last night. That was his first goal in the USHL. This is second goal of the season and seventh point. He virtually did it by himself with that backhand lift on the deep. Pucks at neutral ice. Face-off dropped. And Golovkos with the impressive goal. Storm through center ice, right to left. Here's Paul Washi. We'll wait for the assists on that goal. Sometimes the uh, PA announcers in the USHL can be a little sour if the home team gives up a goal to the visiting team. Colin Rutherford for the Storm. Tri-Cities down 1-0 to the Blackhawks, under 5 to play in the first period. That goal came from Gullifcuffs at the 14-27 uh, mark of this opening Nebraska lottery first period. Pucks tracked down on the perimeter of the Storm defensive zone by Matt Greenfield. Goalie for the Storm heads the rush with a backhander towards Colin Rutherford and Tri-Cities right to left in the first. To the spinning Matthews, that's Joey Matthews through center, the offensive-minded defenseman, right goal line, feed towards the side of the net. Aaron O'Neill couldn't stash. Matthews pinches up again for the Storm. Tri-City makes a quick change, getting Washi off the ice in favor of Dixon. Virtually that entire line has ceded possession. Blackhawks with a, packet, a backhand pass out to center ice goes right into Storm hands. John Marino through center. The defenseman breaks through two, lowers the shoulder, and he's tripped up penalty Mason Anderson. Storm going on the power play. Anderson playing one-on-one -on -one defense, sort of lost track from Marino for a second at the inner part of that ring near the faceoff dot. So Mason Anderson to the penalty box, number 77. Just Mikey Anderson took the first penalty of the game. Storm 0 for 1 on the man up. The only assist on that goal, by the way, from Golovkus, from David Cotton, who's leading the team with nine points. All right, here's the Century 21 power play. 
face-off win Storm. Held at the left high circle, Wallen has space, one-on-one -on -one defense, shoots it wide right. The puck rolls on its butt end out of the zone. So Tri-City heads the rush again. This time it's John Marino. Drops a pass for Gorenson that was nearly picked off by Sweeney. Sweeney did a little flyby and makes a change for the last assist man, the only assist man on the goal, Gullif Cuffs. That's David Cotton also out on the ice. Gives a little hook to Marino, trying to draw his second penalty and basically his last shift. He drew the penalty by driving to the left low circle on Mason Anderson. It's been a quiet first 45 seconds or so of the Storm's second power play of the game. Down 1-0, 3.30 left in the first against the Blackhawks. Tri-City's power play looking to turn it around here at home. Centering pass towards Sturm, shoots and it's blocked. High right circle, Pesky holds the point. The Bombardiers for the Storm, the slap shotters, Gorenson and Pesky. Here's Pesky, left high circle, sets up one-timer. Gorenson's blocked away. There was traffic in front of the net, and the Blackhawks get a body on it, clear it down the ice. 45 seconds left on the Storm. Man up, five on four, with Mason Anderson in the box on the two-minute tripping call on Marino. Storm right to left in the first. The speedy McDermott breaks in on the right swing side of the attacking zone. Three bodies converge on him, and then two Storm bodies come over to make it a three-on-three -three battle behind the net. There's only one body for the Blackhawks defending in front. Storm squirt the puck back right point. The bodies converge to the center of the net. It's Critch. Center ice feed. Goes towards Dixon over his stick in the inner ring on the right side. Storm possession, 16 seconds left power play. Down 1-0. 2.30 left in period number one. Things settle on the outer banks of the offensive zone. It's Pesky. Rister. Blocked away. No traffic. Clear down the ice. The power play is expired for the Storm. Greenfield heads a two-line rushes. We go back to five on five, dribbled towards Allison, center slot, backhand, forehand, net off its moorings, no goal. The red light went on, but the net was off its moorings clearly. Just about as power play time expired, the goal horn goes off, but there's, there's no goal. Some Storm fans are celebrating as if they want the goal. 2.08 left in the first. 1-0, Hawks lead Storm in a fast-moving first. Tri-City's power play with two shots on the man up and three total in the game. P.K. O'Hanley, the Waterloo coach, directs some of his troops back to the bench. And the Storm win the faceoff with O'Neill in the attacking zone. Gorenson Rister deflected intentionally by Anderson away to the left side half boards. Storm looking to set up in the attacking zone of the Hawks. Pucks just out to center ice. And at the red line, right side in front of the penalty box. Gorenson head fakes, chips. Goes back, Blackhawks defensive zone. Anderson's ring up the right side wall. Creates a two-on-one offensive zone. Cotton works with Coast. Fires, glove save, Greenfield faceoff. Oh, Matt, Greenfield again. Even though he's allowed the one, he has five saves in this first period for the Storm. And that time denying a potential second goal. Left inner ring circle shot by Gullif Cuffs, who beat him the first time he took a shot. 100 seconds left in the first, one nothing Hawks. Nico Sturm, the German forward out on the ice. Nico looking rejuvenated. Last year played on a line that he called the Euro line. He was one of three Europeans along with Alex Peterson and Jacob Culber. This steer playing with uh, two Americans, Carson Meyer, Jake Wallen, one from Minnesota, which some Americans might deride as closer to Canada than to uh, Nebraska. 
Right to left come the Hawks into the Storm defensive zone. Drop pass goes into the attacking zone. Left side shot, save Greenfield after the play. Carson Meyer lays the body, and there are some words by a couple Blackhawks using their uh, their their fists, but no no fight, just a <laughs> couple open hand slaps at Carson Meyer by Liam Pecoraro. That's the physicality that Bill McCold has talked about with a Storm team that's sitting at 500. Carson Meyer laying the body, not on Pecoraro who shoved him after the play. I believe it was Cherizen into the zone, number 28 for the Blackhawks that took the run. A left wing attacking zone draw for the Blackhawks. Ronnie Hine, the captain for Waterloo, loses it. Tri-City chips it into the neutral zone, back into Waterloo's sticks. Directed back in behind Matt Greenfield's net. There's a flow to this uh, first period, a 1-0 Blackhawks lead the goal from Gullif Cups. Puck trickle, center of the slot, and directed away by the Storm. Tracked down by Waterloo first in this Nebraska Lottery first period. 59 seconds left. The puck's at X behind the net. No look backhanded towards the front of the cage. Escapes to the left high point. A shot, a save by Greenfield, making it with the pad, and then it waffled to the right low circle for Andrew Pesky. Storm puck Joey Matthews starts the rush. Nico Sturm uses body position. The puck's left behind by him in one-on-one -on -one defense. It's played by Waterloo. Carson Meyer still throwing bodies. Knocks Marshall Moyes out of the way to allow a Storm chip in and a line change. Waterloo has iced the puck the other side. 27-1 remaining in the first period. 1-0 Waterloo leads on a goal that came at the 14-27 mark of this first. During our uh, first intermission report, you'll have our midway scoreboard. Tri-Cities particular to the Sioux Falls score tonight. Because the teams are tied for fourth. McDermott is here just for today before he goes back to Connecticut. It turns out that this is not part of the interview. McDermott has to play a game tomorrow. He plays for the Fairfield Rangers over in Connecticut, about an hour north of New York City. He has to get on a plane, fly back to Boston, drive to Connecticut, and then play a game tomorrow. Look out at center ice. A player's taken down. Penalty, Matias Gorenson, right off the faceoff victory by Tri-City. Oh, Gorenson's heated. He dove at center ice to prevent a potential one-on-one -on -one developing. So he got the puck with his stick, and as he caught the stick and sort of whirled it around, he did trip up a Blackhawks player. It was Hine at center ice. 20.4 left in the first. Blackhawks to second, uh, their second power play of the game, leading 1-0. Well, that Tri-City Storm penalty kill dueling with the Blackhawks for best in the league. If Tri-City gets a kill here, it would be, well, one more kill behind tying the Blackhawks for best in the league at 90%. <laughs> Blackhawks penalty kill is 0 for 2. Tri-City uh, power play is 0 for 2. Tri-City is 0 for 1. Right wing point shot by the Blackhawks. Escapes to Washi. It went wide right. Here comes Washi. One on one. Final dozen of the period. Lowers the shoulder. Attacking zone. Chip towards Morris. Saved by Morris. And Tri-City four corners it out to the neutral zone. From the right blue line. Time has expired in the first. One goal for the Blackhawks in the opening frame. There'll be a minute 40 of carryover power play time. There were four penalties called in that first period. Two on the Storm, two on the Blackhawks. And as it stands right now, Tri-City's power play 0 for 2. Waterloo's is in the box score is 0 for 2, but it does have uh, a minute 40 to make it 1 for 2. Such are the quirks of a 
USHL box score or just a hockey box score in general. So we mentioned the McDermott interview that you'll hear during first intermission. Johnny in that first period for the Storm took, let's see, he was on the ice for the only goal by Gulf Coast along with line mates Sip Alone and Austin Long. No shots on goal for Johnny. Shots 9-7 in favor of Tri-City at the end of the first period of play. Matt Greenfield making sick of seven stops. Kale Morris is a perfect 9-for-9. Nine nine. The guy had 39 saves last night for Waterloo. He is apt to playing in back-to-back nights. Earlier this season, he had a stretch of 34 straight snaps of playing for Waterloo. When we come back, you'll hear from Mr. McDermott, Johnny, about his commitment to Boston University, as well as how he likes being in Kearney, Nebraska for the weekend here on the Breeze 94.5. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z. Featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years, hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Carney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts. Something to crow about. For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. Midway Auto Dealerships says, Go Storm! We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal of Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day. Plus, free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the Storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney, or online at thinkmidway.com. This is David Fine here on our second intermission report, and we're joined by a special guest, the coach for the Waterloo Blackhawks, the winningest coach in USHL history, P.K. O'Hanley. P.K., wanted to step away from the game talk. Talk a little bit about uh, how did you get into coaching? Well, first, David, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's uh, probably a normal story for, for most coaches. I would think that either retirement because of age or retirement because of injury, and mine was because of injury, and I was fortunate enough to, uh, at the time for a guy to maybe feel sorry for me a little bit and uh, my career was over and and I got a job coaching and I got the bug and and here we are 30 some years later and and I still enjoy it every day. What was the injury that led to you getting the opportunity? Before concussions were uh, were in vogue uh, I I had a few too many as as a young person and and, uh, fortunately a doctor in Duluth uh, was able to diagnose what was going on and 
uh, was a female doctor who said uh, you got a couple choices. You can keep playing, nothing will happen. You can keep playing, get hit in the head again and suffer some serious damage or get hit in the head and, and die. So it was, it was a pretty easy decision. Who was the guy that maybe you said felt for you a little bit and helped you get in? I know you were, you were at a University of Eau Claire or Wisconsin-Eau Claire. Yeah, believe it or not, it was Mike Eves, who's the head coach of the University of Wisconsin, who had to stop playing for the same reason, and, and maybe that's why he felt sorry for me. But uh, he gave me my start, and uh, early on I did triple duty. I was uh, the head AA Bantam coach, the assistant high school coach, and assistant with the college, and, and I did that for a few years and then finally broke into this league in North Iowa in the early 90s. So when you broke into the league in the uh, early 90s, how did you get your start here, I should say, in North Iowa with the Huskies? You know, I, I was uh, – we the league was a lot different back then. And, and um, you know, I, I, it wasn't such a college uh, scholarship league. It was a college opportunity league. And um, there were those that got Division One scholarship, and then there was those that went to Division Two or Division Three. So – um, I spent a lot of time on the circuit, and the circuit was St. Paul, Des Moines, Waterloo, uh, those those older cities that have been around a long time. And uh, I got to know the uh, representatives at the time. The youth hockey owned the uh, the Huskies, and, and uh, I got to know their representative. And uh, Bob Motzko decided to leave, and, and uh, Bob and I were friends, and that's kind of how, how it kind of worked. This is P.K. O'Hanley joining us on our second intermission report. Tri-City Storm, Waterloo Blackhawks, and P.K. is the head coach of the Waterloo Blackhawks. This year, 14th year here in Waterloo. What attracts you about the city? What makes you love the city of Waterloo? No, I'll be honest. Uh, it's a great hockey town. It always has been a great hockey town. Uh, I was fortunate enough to recruit in the old building of McElroy and coach in the old building of McElroy, and now obviously Young Arena. and. Um, it, it has always uh, drawn me. I, I remember deciding when I wanted to coach in this league, I was on a recruiting trip, and, and it was Des Moines, Waterloo, and, and North Iowa, and, and uh, actually interviewed in, in Waterloo and, and didn't get the job, but uh, you know, as fate would have it, I come back uh, after a stint in North Iowa and a stint in the pro game. So it was, uh, it was kind of fitting. My, our grandkids are, are just an hour north in Mason City, so uh, obviously there's a, there's a draw there, and... and um, you know, we feel at home there. It's, it's a great place, and I guess I'm at an age where I'm old enough to know the grass isn't always greener to jump, and there's some stability in, in some, some things that are, are really, really positive. The people I work with are great, and, uh, and it's a good spot. What do you remember about the 2004 Clark Cup championship team that beat the Storm? <laughs> it's funny, we were at breakfast this morning, and I saw a lady with a T-shirt on from that, that series uh, at the restaurant, and... Uh, you know, it was uh, it was a magical year for us. Uh, Bliss had a great team here and, and some great players, but uh, when it came to to that series, we kind of had their number. And in our players, uh, Pavelski, Raja, Fornatero, Tessweet, and, and obviously Kevin Regan and Goal, they they, they just kind of rose to the occasion. And, and it was strange. It's still strange to this day. I, I can replay every minute of every game, and, and even in this building, starting for two, we stayed at the Wingate across the way. And uh, we were talking about that this morning, Todd Klein, my trainer, and I. And um, it, it, it's ingrained right, uh, right, right there, uh, the whole thing. And, and great series for, for a game changer for our organization. Really, it had been such a dry spell for a long, long time, and maybe a game changer for me for as long as I, I've been in the league. What do you mean that it was a game changer for you? Well, I, I think when when I came to Waterloo, it was uh, it was really in a bit of disarray. It was uh, it was well owned, but uh, 
not well run, and, and uh, the hockey program was, was the focal point of that, and, and we were able to change that. A lot of people were able to change that, namely the players, but uh, a lot of business people bought in and, and a lot of uh, support staff and assistants, and, it, you know, it, t- it takes an army to do that, and uh, I'm just a fortunate one that, that maybe is still here along with Todd Quine since, uh, since the beginning. Thanks so much, PK. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll take a quick timeout and come back with some more second intermission report or midway scoreboard here on your ESPN Superstation. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z, featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. Intermission continues on the Tri-City Storm Radio Network. Now back to the booth. This is David Fine with you on the Breeze 94.5 for our first intermission report. We're also on the ESPN Superstation 1460, online on the Breeze 94.5. one nothing Waterloo leads the storm. George Golovkovs, the Latvian from Riga, had his second goal of the season. He has goals in consecutive games against the storm. The storm have not been able to stop the big Latvian. So Tri-City down one nothing, and we'll take a look quickly at our midway scoreboard. Remember, think hassle free, think midway. ThinkMidway.com. Well, the big story for the storm coming into the night is Sioux Falls, the stampede against Youngstown. And at the beginning of the second, 1-1 Sioux Falls and Youngstown tied. Should Sioux Falls lose, Tri-City is all alone for fourth place in that Western division. Also going on in USHL action, the first place Lincoln Stars are evened up with the Sioux City Stampede 1-1. Should Sioux City lose... Tri-City has the potential to make a three-way tie for third place with Sioux Falls and Sioux City. And, of course, everyone's trying to keep that straight in their mind. But because there's two Sioux's, it always makes it more difficult. 
<laughs> Chicago, a 2-1 lead beginning of the third against Team USA. And Omaha, division rival, 1-0 leading Madison. Captain Nick Rivera has the only goal of the game for the Lancers. We'll take a quick timeout. More second, uh, first period intermission report than our second period here on the Breeze 94.5. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z, featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. Intermission continues on the Tri-City Storm Radio Network. Now back to the booth. Tri-City Storm down one to nothing to the Waterloo Blackhawks at the end of the first period. When we come back, a minute 40 of carryover power play time for the Blackhawks. George Golovkus had the only goal and will be out on the ice on the power play unit looking to pot number two. Tri-City needs a win to stay or to move above Hockey 500. Comes next on the Breeze 94.5. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Kearney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts, something to crow about. For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. 
Midway Auto Dealership says, go Storm. We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal at Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day, plus free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the Storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney or online at thinkmidway.com. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Intermission's over. It's time to get back to the ice and back to the booth with the voice of your Tri-City Storm, David Fine. Nebraska's first Heisman Trophy winner now has his own scratch ticket. You want to play Johnny the Jet Rogers, the new $5 scratch game from the Nebraska Lottery. There's a $40,000 top prize and a fun punt return play style. You must be 19, and please play responsibly. It's the start of the second period of play here from the Viero Center in Kearney, Nebraska. Tri-City is down 1-0 to the Waterloo Blackhawks. It's the second straight game these teams are playing each other. The teams don't go ahead and play each other again until the beginning of January. Only four meetings between the divisional opponents. Waterloo tied for last in the division, but can even up record-wise with the Storm should it get a victory tonight against Tri-City. Minute 40 of carryover penalty time. Power play for the Blackhawks to begin the second. Puck is dropped and won by Waterloo. And those red, black, and white jerseys streaming on the white ice. Waterloo moving right to left in the middle frame. The goal from George Gullifkuss, who starts the Shift on the bench on the power play for the Blackhawks. Matthias Gorenson in the box for a minute 30 more. Here come the Hawks right to left. Ronnie Hine gains the right side blue line and tucks it in behind Greenfield's net. Greenfield stilted behind his net, nearly lost possession. Scrambled back to the net, seeded possessions, and her point, it's Davies. It's Blackhawks set up, crossed to the right side and kicked by Rossini on his stick. Liam Pecoraro's on the far side half boards. That's along the right wing. Minute into the second period, 1-0 Waterloo. Center point hold, Davies, plenty of space, wrister, pad save, Greenfield. No traffic in front, and the 20-year-old goaltender gets it to the right side. Center point slap shot, stopped Greenfield, face off. Minute into the second, 1-0 Waterloo, and 49 seconds remain of power play time that stemmed from Matthias Gorenson tripping up Ronnie Hine at center ice, right near the end of the first. Shots are nine apiece. Waterloo's power play is 0 for 2. Tri-City's home penalty kill is 21 for its first 21 this season. The contrast is Tri-City's not scored a goal yet at home on the power play, 0 for its first 28, but not allowing the man down goals. Waterloo wins, defensive zone draw, 40 seconds left, power play, slapper blocked by Greenfield, big rebound, Greenfield slides left to right and makes the save. No rebound. He sort of enveloped the puck, almost hugging it towards his body, 
and holding it like a child. For a minute in his glove, you could have confused it for a young baby. Cradled it that slightly. one nothing Waterloo, a minute 10 into the second. 34 left power play time. A third consecutive faceoff win for the Blackhawks. Back center point Rossini. Remember, he scored the overtime winner last night for the Hawks in a 3-2 OT victory against Tri-City. Fed beneath the right goal line. Passed up the right side boards. Control Waterloo. Center point Rossini. He has that big slapper from the point. Shot. Schultz saved Greenfield faceoff. Again, no rebound. Hugging that puck on his chest. Matt Greenfield has made four saves to start the second period in just the first minute 30 of period number two. It's Brandon Schultz to face Nico Sturm for the faceoff, and the Storm's Sturm wins the first faceoff for the Storm in the second. That forces a clear out to center ice. Brandon Schultz from Estero, Florida, back in on the forecheck. He grew up watching the Florida Everblades. Storm back to full strength as the power play expires. Gorenson out of the box, makes a quick change. Ahead for Carson Meyer. Deeks right, left, shoots, and it's over the net. Carson Meyer nearly dangled. Meyer still on the forecheck for the Storm. The leading scorer for Tri-City. Brandon Schultz just made a change. It resulted in a turnover, a shot by McDermott in front of the net, saved by Kale Morris. Chip shot, front of the net. Gorenson back on the ice after he was just pulled off. Couldn't pinch it in. Tucked behind Greenfield's net again. Marino's there first for the Storm. Far side corner. Two minutes in, second period. 1-0 Waterloo in front. High sticked at center ice. Touched by McDermott. And then Waterloo gets the touch to nullify it. Colin Rutherford baseballs it down. Pawed down by Wallen. Rushing to the offensive zone. Weaves left. Finds McDermott. Shoots and it's blocked. It stings a Blackhawks player. Very slowly to his feet. That's Mason Anderson. Gorenson shoots. Rister blocked. It's back behind the net of Morris. Centering pass. Bounces up high. Skits to the right low circle. Storm keep possession. Stationary Marino. Storm with the setup. Three minutes into the second. Trailing 1-0 to the Blackhawks. Tri-City needs a win to move over 500. To earn its fifth victory of the season. Pucks in front of the Storm bench. It just got out of the zone and it's an offside on Tri-City. Here comes Liam Pecoraro back on the ice. Player is starting his third season with Waterloo. This is his first game played of the season. Where's number 39 for Waterloo. Last season he was playing for the University of Maine up in central Maine near Bangor played 25 games and left the program. He was suspended near the end of the year and a team-related issue, and he was also a healthy scratch for the last nine games of the season. Didn't play from February, essentially till mid-March. Came back to the USHL to try to hone his game, the 19-year-old. He has this season and potentially next season to play for the Blackhawks. At center ice, Paul Washi, the 16-year-old, just starting his USHL career, turns it over, Kareen towards the Blackhawks. Held at the left point. It's Michael Davies. Swings right side point. Held center of the slot. Hind whip shot. Deflection wide left. Pecoraro. The leading goal scorer for the Blackhawks from two years ago. Looking to regain the USHL scoring touch. Shot right point. Rings over the net. It goes to the left side half boards. Waterloo set up. Three and a half gone. Second period. Waterloo with a one nothing edge on the storm. Jack McNeely backhands it slightly up the shelf. Lands to Austin Long. Finishes his shift with a tuck pass. That's turned over to the Blackhawks back behind the Waterloo net. Right to left, Waterloo. Storm in those white home jerseys watching on defense. Schultz breaks through pressure. 
Lifts it back to the left side point. Saucered, and it's wide right of Greenfield. It's more like a saucer shot. Flying UFO. Pucks at the right side half wall. Justin Dixon turns it over to David Cotton. The Texan slips, and there's no penalty. A stick was right behind his back leg. A Waterloo player slides, allowing Storm to take it up into the offensive zone right wing. Wade Allison for the Storm. Stuck on one goal, one assist this season. Turns the corner, turns it over to Cotton again. Well, he may have been tripped earlier, but he got back on defense. Floridian and Texan play catch. Schultz shoots over the net. Blocked out of play by Greenfield. 1-0 Waterloo leads five minutes into the second. The interesting thing with Schultz, who grew up watching the ECHL's Florida Everblades, around the time he was born, which would be, well, he was a 1996 birth year, that's when head coach P.K. O'Hanley for Waterloo was an assistant for the Blackhawks. Essentially, he grew up watching P.K. O'Hanley's assistant coaching job for Florida. O'Hanley's been at the helm for 14 years since 2002 for Waterloo and is the winningest coach USHL history in his 21st year or 22nd year coaching. Five on five hockey cleared all the way down the ice by the storm. No icing. Kale Morris, the outstanding goalie in net, whips it around the right side boards, squirts all the way back into the storm defensive zone. And now Matt Greenfield, the goalie for the storm, gets a touch. How often do you get to see two consecutive goalie touches without a forward or defenseman getting the puck in between? Storm's forward, Nico Sturm, delivers it back behind the Waterloo net. Marshall Moise is there to there first for Waterloo. He's from St. Clair Shores, Michigan, the same hometown as Doc Emmerich, the voice of NBC Hockey. Big check at center ice. Meyer catches a piece of potentially ahead Cam Orchard on Waterloo. There's no penalty. Meyer's second big knock of the game, and he trucked down Orchard to the ice. Held center slot. It's controlled by Davies. The 5'9 defenseman turns it over 6'1 McDermott. A little bit of ferocity from the storm. That one's normally one that you see called for head contact. Orchard lost his bucket. A centering pass comes towards Hine, and he dubs a slap shot center slot. Six minutes into the second, 1-0 Waterloo attacking zone setup behind the storm net. A deke towards the front of the net is stilted by Marino. Centering pass, cut off Meyer, or check that wall in towards center ice. Storm need to make a change. A turnover. It comes back the way of Waterloo. Here's Sweeney, the leading goal scorer, rimmed off trying to turn the corner on Gorenson. Flexed out to the neutral zone, and a little shovel pass by Washi is intercepted right back by Ben Newhouse. It's Ronnie Hine into the offensive zone. Back check, Washi takes away. Right side point control, Waterloo. Flip behind the net, Waterloo possession. Offensive zone again for Waterloo. Shot left circle, save Greenfield. Almost carelessly deflecting it to the right side boards. Goes red to a Tri-City defender. Gorenson just, or rather Greenfield, just makes it look easy on some of those saves that he's had for the Storm this year. Top 10 USHL goals against average. Gulf Coast controls center slot, shoots Greenfield, lifts up the glove to snatch and save. Gulf Coast was skating towards the center of the slot and from just between the rings. His wrister found Greenfield's mitten. 13 minutes remaining in the second. 1-0, Waterloo leads the storm here on the, uh, here on the breeze, 94.5. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Side. Whoa. 
And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two for $5 deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z, featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. 13-10 remaining in the second period. Here from the Viero Center in Kearney, Nebraska, it's a one nothing lead for the Waterloo Blackhawks over the Tri-City Storm. Storm's looking for its first victory at home since opening night. Storm has dropped its last five, picking up two points in the process. Storm left to right. Hawkinson dribbles it towards the center of the Waterloo slot and the block away by the goalie extending out of the blue crease, Kale Morris. Morris has made thir- uh, nine stops on nine sh- uh, storm shots here in the second. 12.50 remaining in the second. one nothing Waterloo in front on George Golifkus' goal. Tri-City looking to get over 500 with a victory tonight. We're here on the ESPN Radio Superstation slash the Breeze 94.5 with Royals World Series action. Kansas City looking to go up 3-0 in the series, down 4-3 to the Mets in the fifth. There's been home runs by David Wright and Curtis Granderson. Back behind the net, storm possession in the Waterloo defensive zone. Justin Dixon backhands it around the shelf for Aaron O'Neill. Cycle set up storm. Bounced off the right side boards, goes Critch, shoots. Glove save made by Kale Morris. A faceoff cause. Eight minutes into period number two. Now, Tri-City was sort of holding it on the perimeter in the offensive zone, and eventually the crit shot. Kale Morin, the goalie for Waterloo. Remember, last season against the Storm in mid-February, played him on two straight nights, and he shut out the Storm for the first three periods of one game, then gave up an overtime goal. Tri-City won 1-0 in overtime. The second night playing the Storm, just like he's been thrust into duty against the Storm tonight, playing a second straight night on that goalie feb- uh, goal game February of last year, 34 save shutout against Tri-City. Right side half boards, Aaron O'Neill digs away at it, gets the puck, face off dot, saucered back, center point pesky. He shoots, a save made by Morris, behind the play, tripping by Justin Dixon, but no penalty results. Keeps possession alive for the Storm, dinged around to the left side boards for Joey Matthews. Lives just outside of the St. Louis area, Columbia, Illinois. Right on the border. Illinois and Missouri. Back at center ice. Matthews gets the puck. He had his first USHL point last night against these Blackhawks. Blackhawks at center ice. Ping it into the storm defensive zone. Greenfield watches traffic and makes a save. Covering on a center ice deflection pass that went into a roller on his net. 11-20 remaining in the second. Waterloo leading 1-0. We've had an assist change on that first goal from Waterloo. So now it's Gulf Cuffs from Cotton and Mikey Anderson. And if you're at the game listening on the radio, like we know some fans do, Mikey's the one wearing number 24. Mason, the other Anderson, wears number 77. Defensive zone faceoff windstorm. Shuffle it out to center. Carson Myers offside by about 15 feet and a couple inches at least. <laughs> offside. And a two-line variety offside. 
should bring the faceoff back into the Storm defensive zone. Let's see. And it is called all the way back into the Storm end. Shots 12 apiece, both power plays over two. Tri-Cities penalty kill at home is 22 for its first 22 to begin the sleep here at 15-16. Cotton and Schultz, two of the forwards out for Waterloo, standing just next to each other. Storm win defensive zone draw again, fending off after that two-line icing, or the two-line offside. Nico Sturm lays a body right along the boards. So Waterloo player sweeps it with his hand towards his stick. Turned over to Sturm, and the German forward stripped from behind. No penalty. Tri-City hitting the boards right in front of its bench. Here comes Waterloo for center. 6-3 forward Gullifkus forces Hawkinson, 5-10, to bounce off of him. Inside out goes Schultz, loses possession, rolls into Greenfield's glove, and an easy stop for Matt. 10.45 left in the second. Almost halfway through the game in the storm have not yet gotten on the board trailing 1-0 to Waterloo. In last weekend's game, tri uh, games, Tri-City scored a combined seven goals in the two. That seemed to get the offense going, but this Waterloo defense led by Kale Morris has been denying the storm. Remember, Morris has does not have much backup goalie help. He does have a, a good backup, that is uh, Dayton Rasmussen. The thing is, he's played in 42 of the last 43 games for the Blackhawks. You call about being a uh, making an easy decision about who's going to be in net. Morris had a 1.89 goals against down the stretch last season. It's into the storm defensive zone. Pucks ping back behind the net. Here's Ronnie Hine, the captain for Waterloo. Shot from the right goalpost. Save made Greenfield. Sharp angle. Garrett Waite looking for his first point of the year. Could not stash. Greenfield again held that left po uh, the right post. Carson Meyer, who's played some big hits in this game, is skating towards the exit for the Storm with Atlantic trader Colt Graff. Carson was also stung yesterday. Leading scorer for the Storm, and he's one of nine player, uh, ten players in the USHL with at least ten points. He's on that four-game point streak, and we'll keep an eye out to see if Carson comes back. Yesterday, Tori Dello left at about this time midway through the game yesterday, and he's out today, and the Storm captain is the word from the Tri-City coaching staff out indefinitely for now. They're just trying to figure out when he'll be able to come back. At the right point, hold at the blue line by Waterloo. Face-off win, squirts down, left behind the goal line. Right circle, Deke move, backhander, saved Greenfield. Halfway through this game, Waterloo leads 1-0. Greenfield is 13 for his first 14. Puck's pinched out to center ice. Paul Washi into the right end. Fended off the puck by the Blackhawks, and the Waterloo Blackhawks can track it down. Tri-City four checks away with Washi. Storm forwards making a change to get Hawkinson and Rutherford out there. Hawkinson lines up his check. Davies uses a dance maneuver around him and wheels around Rutherford. Two forwards for the Storm nearly fell. Waterloo right, left, into the Storm end. A deke in front of the net. The shot may have hit off the post. Delayed penalty. Gullifkos chips a pass. Right side, delayed call. Gullifkos shoots it wide left. Puck cracks back to Stillwell. Passes it offside. And there is the penalty call. Crazy chances in front of the net. Waterloo nearly making it 2-0. 9.34 left in the second period. And Andrew Pesky was the one that took down one of those driving hawks. It's immediate timeout. 9.34 left in 
The second period, 1-0 Waterloo on The Breeze 94.5. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years, hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Kearney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts, something to crow about. For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. We're halfway through the game at the Viero Center in Kearney, Nebraska. The Waterloo Blackhawks starting power play number three of the night, leading 1-0 over the Storm. Tri-City looking for its 23rd straight penalty kill at home to start the season. Waterloo wins attacking zone face-off center point. Slap shot is blocked to the left side boards by Gorenson. And the man called the Rock of Gibraltar by Bill McColt clears it down the ice. After the game yesterday, McColt gave the Rock of Gibraltar to Gorenson, well, not the actual rock. He called him the Storm's Rock of Gibraltar, essentially saying he's a mainstay on defense, and he's been the Storm's offense, too, sort of the do-it-all. And there's Gorenson again on the penalty kill, getting help from Marino, his defensive partner, pinching a Waterloo player from the right side half boards. Gorenson stirs it down the ice. 45 seconds of a quiet Waterloo power play to begin the game. Waterloo is... 0 for its first two, carryover penalty on Gorenson that Waterloo could not score. Nick Sweeney breaks in the left wing side, storm attacking zone, rolls it back, left side point Davies, the setup for Waterloo. Knitted into the power play, 8.30 left in the second. Two storm players converge towards Davies, puck waffles slowly back to the center of the point. It's a hold on the right side from Pecoraro, shoots, pad save, Greenfield right toe. Matt Greenfield, 14 for his first 15, the puck is cleared by Tri-City to the right side red line. The music starts to play as if to celebrate the clear. It's Waterloo right to left. Brandon Schultz wheels his way towards the right side boards and nudges it back into the Waterloo defensive zone. Caddy cornered to Gorenson's corner. That's a bad place to put it. The Rock of Gibraltar gets his third clear of this penalty shift. He's been on the ice for all a minute 40 with Marino. Puck comes out to center ice. Here's Wallen. Shorthanded opportunity. Right low circle. Saucer feed goes over Aaron O'Neill's head. Wallen continues the shorty forecheck for the storm. Five seconds left on the PK. Turnover Gullifkos. Streams through center. Left wing break in. Into the storm attacking zone. Newhouse deflection shot. Save. Rebound. Score. Garrett Waite doorstep right side. 2-0 Waterloo as the power play expired. 7.30 left in the second. There was friendly fire on a Storm player trying to settle the puck in front of the net. It went right to wait. Garrett's first point in his USHL career and his first goal from Edina, Minnesota, the Minnesota commit. Projected to be an NHL draft pick this year. Gets off the schneid. 
2-0. Waterloo, 7.30 left in the second. And one of those assists is going to go to Ben Newhouse, who took the left point shot. Newhouse scored from that same location yesterday and nearly beat Greenfield again, if not for the waiting hands of weight. Puck through center ice, Waterloo moving right to left. Remember, the Storm were down 2-0 yesterday, and Waterloo scored three straight goals. Five consecutive goals for Waterloo in this two-game series. Left point shot is stopped by Greenfield, making a recovery save. Number 17, Garrett Waits. Same hometown as Dan Lebosky, who's sitting for the storm tonight. Should see Dan again next weekend. Stinged up a little bit yesterday. Game after coming back from a lower body injury. Face-off win, left-wing circle for the Storm. So Tri-City outshot Waterloo yesterday, 41-27. It's down in the shots category early. Left point break-in for the Storm across the line. Sturm turns the corner, shelters a pass to the point that hops over Gorenson's stick. First to it, Waterloo. Right wing, attacking zone. Centering feed, Hine. Chips it over net, goes head over heels over Greenfield, and the puck's out of play. Ronnie Hine went right over Matt Greenfield, who was not happy with Hine going over him. And the two have words. Ronnie Hine's a testy fellow. One of the leaders on this Waterloo team, the captain, who has that little C right above the K in Hawks. 2-0 Waterloo, 6.44 left in the second. Waterloo went 0-3 on the power play by scoring one second after the Storm had killed off its 23rd straight penalty here at home. Left wing, wheel around to the right wing corner in the Storm defensive zone. Jake Wallen out there with O'Neill and Long. The forward unit begins with center Brandon Schultz for Waterloo, who just slashed Austin Long's stick out of his hands. Long lays a check, left point, escapes to Rossini. Slap shot wide left. So now this is a Storm challenge. Down 2-0, 6-20 left in the second. The teams never come back from a deficit this large this season. In fact, Tri-City has not had a comeback win all year. The team is at Hockey 500, 4-4, one, one shootout loss and one overtime loss. The overtime loss came last night. There's been physicality in the game from the Storm just far, including a couple checks by Austin Long. He just missed one. It allows Waterloo into the Storm defensive zone on the left wing side. Blackhawks looking for the sweep against the Storm on Thursday and Friday games here in Viero Center in Kearney. Puck squirts out of play. It causes a neutral zone faceoff. Puck hit the netting behind Matt Greenfield's net. McCold on the bench, the first-year head coach for the Storm. Bill is flanked by Taylor Nelson, his assistant coach, who has his arms crossed. McCold hands in pockets, watches a Waterloo face-off win, attacking zone. Marshall Moise, wrister shot, score! Marshall Moise, high circle. He was just diagonal. Towards the center of the slot of Waterloo leads 3-0. 5.47 remaining in the second. Face-off win again for the Blackhawks in the attacking zone. Moise is second of the season. Face-off dropped at center ice after Moise's goal. Goals for the Blackhawks about two minutes apart in this game to take a two-goal lead and then a three-goal lead. 3-0 Three Waterloo, shutting out the storm at home thus far. Through center ice, Garrett Waite holds on the backhand, reverses towards forehand, Deeks, Gorenson out of position. Rister is blocked from the left faceoff dot. 
Storm ahead. Another challenge put on the Storm's rung. Down 3-0. Allison lays the body. Another Storm physicality check from McDermott. Puck's freed up to center ice. Storm's pesky. Dumps in. Obedient line change. Expect to see a, or hear a lot of Matias Gorenson out on the ice for the Storm. He just changed. Bobby Kaiser on the ice for the Storm. Forces a turnover. Comes towards Hawkinson, who's tripped up with no penalty at center ice. He was chipping it in. and An inverted stick contact near his legs. Blackhawks sky through it, sky hook it through center ice, intercepted by the Storm. Into the attacking zone of the Storm, a turnover right to Sharazin. So now this famous P.K. O'Hanley defensive team for Waterloo can show up if it wants, leading 3-0. 4.30 left in the second, right circle shot is stopped by Kale Morris. Morris, who's allowed two goals to the Storm, breakaway other side, Hine shoots and scores. Ronnie Hine, the captain. And the offense going a little bit berserk here for Waterloo. It was a delayed penalty coming. Hines started the rush, received a pass from Liam Pecoraro, and he was all alone slipping behind the defense. 4-0 Waterloo, 4.30 left in the second. It's tough to do much about that. Pecoraro with an outstanding sauce right to the front of the net. That goal comes a minute after the previous tally. Three goals in the last four minutes for Waterloo. Hein stays out there with his new line mate, Pecoraro. Hein playing in his 10th game of the year, the captain, flanked by the assistant captain in his first game, Pecoraro, back from that lower body injury we alluded to earlier. Pecoraro with the perfect saucer. It's like a UFO. Face-off drop, center ice. Tri-City down four. The dance by Wallen, the backhander off the right side of the net. Storm down by the most goals it's trailed in a game this season, but still plenty of time, four minutes left in the second. Waterloo allows about three and a half a game. Tri-City 12 shots on Kale Morris. Tri-City yesterday did allow two goals in a stretch of about four minutes, this time allowing three goals in about four to the Blackhawks. Skyhook through center ice, intercepted by Waterloo. Obediently chipped back, Storm defensive zone. Pucks winged out to center ice, extended into Blackhawks' hands. Delivered right back, caddy cornered to the left wing side. Nico Sturm is a forward for the Storm, chipping his stick on the ice, getting it away from a hawk. Crossed ice, left wing side, dumped back to Long on the right wing. It's Austin Long for the Storm, lays the body, creates space. Nico Sturm, right pass to the point. Marino shoots, blocked. Storm bodies, three of them in front of the net. One goes to the left wing corner boards to get the puck. It's Wallen, whip around shot. Deflection by Sturm, wide right. Austin Long out with Sturm and Wallen. Dixon comes on, puck squirts over Andrew Pesky. Puck's at the red line. Here's Justin Dixon, attacking zone. Looks like he wants to do it all himself. Has space, finds Sturm, backhander, shot, right circle, save Morris. Pushing and shoving after the whistle. Oh boy, this just event, uh, erupted into a little bit of a ruckus. Pushing and shoving, an elbow went up right near Austin Long's facial area. Storm down 4-0 with three minutes left in the second period, and Long's being shown the penalty box. That's a Storm player, Austin Long, going to the box. To recap this wild second period, Garrett Waite made it 2-0 Waterloo at the 12.30 mark of the second. Marshall Moise... About a minute 45 later, minute 47 later, made it 3-0 Waterloo. And then a goal came with at the 16-minute mark of the second. 
that was from Ronnie Hine from Liam Pecoraro. That tally made it 4-0 Waterloo. Eruption in about, about four minutes of game time, Waterloo scored three goals. Coincidental minors on either side keep it at five-on-five five hockey. Tri-City losing by four goals at home to Waterloo. It starts with one goal. Face-off win, Goranson shoots it over net wide left. Puck squirts out, left side point. Justin Dixon for the Storm holds. Dixon from Sunnyvale, California. The story goes as we approach Halloween that for Dixon, there's a haunted Toys R Us in his hometown. He says everyone knows about it right outside the San Jose area, that there's this haunted Toys R Us. He said one time he saw that there looked like there, uh, there shouldn't have been a shopping cart moving in the parking lot around 11 o'clock at night. He said it's just one of those things. Dixon makes a change for Wade Allison. 2.20 left in the second. Here's Dixon. Back on the ice. Shoots it off the inner part of the left post. So Dixon, who went off the ice and came back on very quickly, nearly scored. Shot breaking in by Sharazin. Blocked down Greenfield. Defenders converge to get it off the right shoulder save to the left side boards. Puck waffles out to center ice. Waterloo is not offside. It was an intentional pass by the Storm, intercepted back into its own defensive zone that prevented the offside. Under two to play in the second, 4-0 Waterloo. Tri-City looking for offense here at home. Waterloo puck breaking out right to left. Time in games where the Storm forecheck ramps up. The neutral zone forecheck for the Storm. Waterloo breaks through it. Left wing setup. Stirred to the right wing side near Joe Cipollone, 1997 born forward. Watches it back to Joey Matthews. Shelters a pass to the left wing side. Crossed iced it. And the Storm stilted at its own left wing half boards. Turnover to Waterloo. Attacking zone setup. Chip backhander by Moyes blocked. Final minute of period number two. Blackhawks scoring three goals in a, about a four-minute span to take a 4-0 lead on the Storm. The Storm's penalty kill was sharp, though it allowed that second goal of the game one second after the power play expired to make it 2-0 Waterloo. Storm penalty kill also very sharp as well. Power play's gotten some shots. Penalty kill has done its job. Waterloo with four even-strength goals. Storm iced the puck with 55 seconds left in the middle period. Waterloo's not had a more lopsided lead this season, up 4-0. Here come the Storm out to center. Across the red line, center blue line, Matthews Rister, saved by Morris. Morris, who is technically an assistant captain on this Waterloo team, but doesn't get to wear an A per USHL rules. He is 14 for his first 14. This is the Kale Morris that the fans in Waterloo, Iowa, got to know at the end of last year. Two goals allowed to the Storm yesterday. 39 saves. He stopped 53 of 55 Storm shots. It's tough to beat a hot goalie, as Bill McColt said on the postgame show yesterday. Though the thing with Kale Morris, he seems consistently hot. Storm center ice, set up, shot score! Right off the faceoff, centering pass towards Colin Rutherford. His first USHL goal. Storm on the board with 37-5 left in the second period. The puck was at the right side corner, and Jake Wallen saves the puck for Colin. The 5-7 forward is on the board. And Tri-City's off the schneid. 
That's the goal that sets it up for the third period, potentially, for the Storm. From the center of the slot, Colin Rutherford finds Pater. The pass, there were multiple bodies in that right side wall, and Rutherford was left alone. It was virtually pushed from the right side boards down to the right side wall, right beneath the wall corner. We'll get to, we'll wait to see who gets that assist. Puck's ladled in. Rutherford touches it down towards Sturm, gets the puck pass back, centering pass, center slot is out of the zone. So the storm in the final 16 seconds of period number two, down three goals to Ruth uh, to Waterloo. High walled out to neutral ice, nine seconds left in the second. Sturm gives chase, puck waffles, short of icing. Final three of the period. Waterloo has possession, chips it out, storm defensive zone. Period ends, and after the whistle, there is some pushing and some shoving. Hawkinson was entangled with George Golovkov's two number 25s meeting near center ice. There's going to be multiple penalties here, but because it's the end of the second, we don't have a, a official determination of, of, who, of who those penalties are on, though it would seem likely it'd be Golovkov's and Hawkinson. One of the refs, Jim White, is reporting those penalties. How about four goals in the second period? Waterloo did score three of them, but high-scoring frames. That's the most goals Tri-City has given up in a period this season, though they all came very quickly. Officially, it was four, I beg your pardon, three, three minutes, three seconds of game time where Waterloo scored those three goals. The goals from Garrett Wheat, from Ben Newhouse and Schultz, Brandon Schultz, came at the 12 minute mark. Then Marshall Moyes at the 14-13 mark unassisted, followed by Ronnie Hines scoring for Waterloo. Schultz, the center, set it up to Pecoraro, who dished to Hine, and Pecoraro were the only assist. Tri-Cities Colin Rutherford got the storm on the board, assist to Jake Wallen and Nico Sturm with 37 seconds left in the second period. When we come back, it's our second intermission report. You'll hear Johnny McDermott speak about his weekend with the storm here on The Breeze 94.5. Midway Auto Dealerships says, Go Storm! We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal of Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day, plus free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the Storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney or online at thinkmidway.com. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Vieira Event Center.
kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Back on our Tri-City Storm first intermission report, I'm David Fine, and we get things started with a new forward on the Tri-City Storm that's just here for the weekend, Johnny McDermott. Johnny, first time we're getting to talk to you. Welcome to Kearney, Nebraska. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm happy to be here. Just coming out for the weekend, but um, it's a great game last night. Um, you know, the speed's a lot faster, but, um, you know, you just got to work hard, battle through it. Um thought we played a great game. We had a, a bunch of nice chances. Um, I had uh assist out to Seppi. He just threw out in front of the net. And he uh, he buried one, so that was always nice to see. And, um, no, I'm just glad to be here. Tri-City Storm did fall in overtime but picked up a point, 3-2 loss to the Waterloo Blackhawks. You're talking about your assist to Joseph Alone. He picked up his first career USHL goal. Uh, right wing goal line and you were facing the front of the net what's it like when you pass it to a guy who's wide open in front of the net no it's always <laughs> a good feeling um I mean you kind of just got to move that puck when you see someone just waiting around the back door but um it's actually funny because I know Sippy from back home he uh, lives in New York I live in Connecticut and um my dad actually runs a summer league in Connecticut uh Hockey and or baseball? Or? Hockey yeah hockey and um me or Sippy was on my team this year so uh I just played one shift with him that game, and right before the shift, I was like, hey, like, let's just pretend it's summer league out there. Like, let's just do our thing, and then we scored a goal that shift, so it was really exciting. The connections with Joe Cipollone on the Storm, well, first of all, his uh, cousin's an affiliate player uh, with the Storm, also Joe Cipollone. Uh, you played one shift with him, and Alex Limoges was line mates with him, another Storm forward with, at the Selects Hockey Academy, also in Connecticut. You're from Darien, Connecticut. It's about an hour, hour and a half uh, away from New York City with traffic. Uh, what's Darien like? Uh, Darien, it's, uh, I like it there a lot. You know, it's a really small town um, in the southern Connecticut area. Um, it's a really great location, though. I mean, it's like a 45-minute train ride in New York City. Um, like you said, hour, hour and a half to drive, depending on traffic. But, um no, I love it there. I've pretty much lived there my entire life. I grew up in Greenwich, actually, which is about 10 minutes away. And um, when I was about six years old, I moved to Darien. I love it there. It's great. Um, I go to boarding school, actually, about an hour and 20 minutes north, uh, Westminster School. And um, I repeated my sophomore year there. And um, I'm graduating from there this year. I'm a senior, and i um, really excited to finish up. But um, I'm excited to be out here, too. It's great out here. You're committed to Boston University, but away from uh, BU for a second. We'll get that get there in a minute. And this is Johnny McDermott on our first intermission report. How did you hear that you'd be coming out to Kearney? Um, well, last week against Omaha, they uh, Steve Lowe shot me a text and uh, said they needed me for um, the weekend. Uh, I guess there's some injuries. I know, um, but I play split season hockey actually for the Mid Fairfield Rangers U18 team. 
and um, we had some games that weekend, and unfortunately I already made a commitment to that team that I'd be there, so I couldn't make it out last week, but said I'd love to come out next week against Waterloo. Um, think it'd be a great experience, and uh, I'm glad they took me. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Johnny McDermott played in his first game for the Storm and picked up an assist in an overtime loss to the Waterloo Blackhawks. All right, now we get to BU. How'd you commit to BU? Um, it's actually funny. I've always wanted to go to BU um, pretty much my entire life. It's just like a dream playing hockey there. And then um, before I got to Westminster, uh, I got some college interest um, the year before when I played on the U16 Oilers team based out of Norwalk, Connecticut. Um, but then I felt like the college process really accelerated my sophomore year at Westminster, and um, I picked up some offers, and um, fortunately BU was one of them. And um, I just loved the school, and it was, I felt like I had a great connection with the coaching staff. They liked me a lot. I liked them a lot. Um, and that was it. I mean, that, I just knew that was the place I wanted to be. Been to BU before, and I know that there's the uh, Harry Aganis Arena is uh, one of the most iconic college venues in the United States. What was it like the first time you stepped into a Gannis Arena? Oh, that's a good question. The first time I stepped into a Gannis Arena. Was it not when it you was, were on your visit or anything like that? Um, it was when I was on my visit, and it was just uh, mouth-dropping. I was just like, wow, like this rink is just this is a magnificent facility. Like, um, from the locker room and the weight room, like, to the rink and the stands, like, everything was great there. Like, it couldn't be more perfect. What's it like knowing that uh, come next year you'll be part of the BU hockey tradition? Um, no, it's really exciting. I mean, really, really exciting. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm going to have to, like, work hard, you know, earn my spot on the ice. Um, but, you know just a hard summer of training and um, a good year this year and uh, that should fix everything. Thanks so much for your time, Johnny. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Johnny McDermott playing in his final game for the Tri-City Storm on this weekend. Maybe we'll see at the end of this year if things go right, uh, depending on your high school schedule with Westminster. Storm versus Waterloo Blackhawks first intermission report. We come back with our midway scoreboard. 16 teams in the league in action tonight here on the Breeze 94.5. Sports on the ice. The hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, carts, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island, and online at shopconestogamall.com. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Carney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts. Something to crow about. For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. 
Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. Midway Auto Dealership says, go Storm. We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner, the original hassle-free deal at Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day, plus free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the Storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney or online at thinkmidway.com. Intermission continues on the Tri-City Storm Radio Network. Now back to the booth. The Tri-City Storm are down three goals to the Waterloo Blackhawks here at second intermission in front of a filling up Fiero Center. A lot of fans partaking in the new concourse things that have been added to the Fiero Center, including the Storm Shelter. What a clever name. They always seem to get those Storm... uh, <laughs> uh, play on words. It's one of the best areas of the Aero Center. We hope you come and uh, experience some of the open bar, and there's some great seats for the game for a decently low price. Call the Aero Center box office. Waterloo scored four straight goals to open the game before the Storm's Colin Rutherford tallied to make it 4 1. Here's our uh, midway scoreboard. Scores for the Storm. You want a Sioux Falls loss if you're a Storm fan. 3.30 left in the third. The Stampede are leading 4-3 over Youngstown. So that one quite isn't going so well. One tally for Sioux Falls in the third. Colin Peters has put the Stampede up by that one goal margin. That goal came about two minutes ago, game time. Lincoln versus Sioux City. Stars two, Musketeers one. A Musketeers loss and a Storm comeback victory means the Storm would tie Sioux City for third in the division. Another quick timeout here on the Breeze 94.5. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z. 
featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island, and online at shopconestogamall.com. Intermission continues on the Tri-City Storm Radio Network. Now back to the booth. Tri-City Storm are down by three goals to the Waterloo Blackhawks. When we come back, our Nebraska Lottery third period, Tri-City's looking to pull off a four-goal comeback here on your ESPN Superstation. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years, hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Carney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts. Something to crow about. For three generations, the Vogel family that immigrated from Holland to Orange City, Iowa, has been providing paint and paint supplies throughout the Midwest, including Kearney, Grand Island, and McCook. Whether you're a paint contractor, homeowner, property manager, or designer, turn to the pros at Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint, and now a proud sponsor of Storm Hockey. Visit DiamondVogel.com or like us on Facebook. Diamond Vogel, the miracle of paint. Midway Auto Dealership says, Go Storm! We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal at Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day. Plus, free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney, or online at thinkmidway.com. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. This is it, the third and final period of Tri-City Storm Hockey on the Storm Radio Network. Now back to the booth with the voice of Tri-City Storm Hockey, David Fine. Hey, Storm fans, starting jackpot Powerball from the Nebraska Lottery, that's $40 million. That's more money than you'll ever need. So when you think about it, Powerball jackpots are big. Why wait to win? Play Powerball today. Must be 19. And please play responsibly. At the start of the third period, the Waterloo Blackhawks 4 and the Tri-City Storm 1. Tri-City has 20 minutes to score three goals and not allow any to the Blackhawks or some variation of that. The Storm allowed three goals in the middle frame, scored one right at the end of the period. The end of period goal was Colin Rutherford from Jake Wallen and Nico Sturm to get Tri-City on the board. The Storm start the third. 
with a face-off victory moving right to left in this final frame of hockey. Through center ice, Jake Wallen lightly deflects a tip pass back in the Waterloo defensive zone. Five-on-five five hockey to open up the third. John Marino shelters a shot that's blocked away. Here comes Jake Wallen for the storm. Works out there with Rutherford. This line connected for the storm's only goal. Rutherford's center slot reaches just outside of his stick and misses. Nick Sweeney through center for Waterloo. Turns it over Rutherford. Extension pass up the right side boards goes to Wallen. One-on-one. Deeks left. Center of the slot left. Circle shot is high left. Controlled by the Blackhawks. 40 seconds into this Nebraska lottery third period. 4-1 Waterloo. The goals for the Storm are the one goal for the Storm, but the goals for the Blackhawks came in a three-minute and three-second stretch. It's a goal every 61 seconds. Storm clear it down the ice for an icing. A minute into the third, Waterloo's up by three goals. In particular, on that last goal, Tri-City had just four players on the ice for a moment when Liam Pecoraro dished a pass to the center of the slot. It's tougher to play five-on-five hockey when you don't have a man in the penalty box and you only have four. Still five-on-five five hockey to begin this third period. Five skaters aside, Kale Morris versus Matt Greenfield. Greenfield is the storm goalie Annette Morris from Larkspur, Colorado. It's the second-year USHL netminder here for the Blackhawks. Center slot shot by Gulliff Coast is stopped by Greenfield gobbling and enclosing for a save. 20 shots for Waterloo and 14 for the Storm. Minute 30 in the third period. A comeback and a win for Storm puts it over Hockey 500. Waterloo started out the season with two wins and one loss, then it dropped five straight. It's looking for its second straight win against Tri-City. Puck bounds behind the Storm net defensive zone. Fed up the left side boards for Hawkinson. Right near the end of the second, there was some pushing and shoving involving Hawkinson and a Waterloo player, Gulf Coast, but neither took penalties. Greenfield again gobbles, this time on a very far range shot that baseball popped up high like a fly ball into his glove. We're on ESPN Superstation tonight, and on the breeze 94.5 as soon as the Royals coverage finishes up. Last check, Nets 5, Royals 3, World Series Game 3 in the sixth inning. Face-off win to Ben Newhouse. Trips, turns it over to the Storm, deflected towards Bobby Kaiser. Hawkinson friendly fires it away from a potential two-on-one rush. Greenfield out of his net, gets the puck, starts the rush, right-left, Storm. Five-on-five hockey, a little bit more than a minute and a half into this third period. Tri-City down four-to-one to the Blackhawks. The last goal Waterloo scored was from Ronnie Hine, and Liam Pecoraro earned his first assist of the season. Pecoraro, who comes from the University of Maine, back down to juniors for his first USHL season. Sloppy line change for the Storm with Aaron O'Neill getting on late, almost forced a breakaway. Instead, it's O'Neill who picked off the pass, comes through center, shoots a little tap pass, a tap shot towards the front of the net that turns into a direct pass to a Waterloo player, a turnover. Back at center ice, Storm puck. Jason Critch wings it in along the right side, half boards, tucked behind the net to O'Neill. Uh, Carson Myers, the four-checker for the Storm with O'Neill. Puck bounds out to center ice. Storm deliver it back in along the left side. Half wall into the Waterloo defensive zone. Blackhawks four, Storm one. 17.30 left for the Storm to score three goals and tie. 
Orchard shoots it high from the right high circle, causing an offensive zone draw because it hit off a storm stick out of play. Attacking zone faceoff for Waterloo. On the ice, number 77, Mason Anderson from Anchorage, Alaska, one of the assistant captains, along with Liam Pecoraro. As Waterloo went on a five-game slide up until yesterday when it bested the storm, the Blackhawks were without two of its three skater leaders, meaning Pecoraro and Mason Anderson were both sidelined with injuries, part of the reason why Waterloo perhaps struggled early in the season, along with Nico Hillenbrand, another scoring forward, out for Waterloo, it meant a lack of goals and also at times a lack of defense. Pecoraro's at center ice, red line touch pass up right side board, Sweeney offensive zone, Deeks shoots, saved by Greenfield on the toe drag shot. Three minutes into the third, Waterloo up 4-1. A message from New Jersey, come on storm from Cindy. Tri-City has fans all over the United States. Waterloo Blackhawks, located in Blackhawk County in North Central Iowa. Lose the faceoff. Now, the Waterloo Blackhawks, different from the Chicago Blackhawks in name, Blackhawks, two words for Waterloo and one word for the Chicago Blackhawks. Gullop Coast takes a shoulder from Nico Sturm. The German checking off the Latvian. That's some Eurozone crime. Nico Sturm twists it around to the right side boards. Flex to Marino. Drives in. Centering pass. And the one-touch shot didn't work on the quick stick side of the net by Rutherford. Puck bounds back to Schultz. It's a two-on-one. Into the zone. Hits the brakes. Looks over his options. Players back in defense. Waterloo makes a change. Seeds a saucer pass to the right side boards. It's Wallen. Three and a half minutes into the third. Shot by Wallen after the whistle on the offside. And there's no pushing and shoving, though if you are playing the NHL 16 video game, there might be. There are two players involved in this game that are in the NHL 16 video game. One of them just comes off the ice, George Golifkos. The other one's the storm goalie, Matt Greenfield. Golifkos in NHL 16 is rated a 69 overall in Greenfield is a 66 overall. Golovkos played in the QMJHL last year with Drummondville. Why he's in the game? Greenfield was in the OHL. That game, pretty much all the Storm players have a copy. Shot left post, saved by Greenfield with Critch potentially deflecting it away from him before it reached him. Four minutes into the third, 4-1 Waterloo. Drag shot, saved Morris, other side from far range, right outside the blue line, Storm attacking zone. Greenfield listed as a hybrid goalie in NHL 16. And Golovko says a playmaking center. Got to be a playmaker, a sniper, or a, a, two-way, def a two-way forward. <laughs> There's my knowledge from all those years playing that NHL series. Left wing attacking zone faceoff for Aaron O'Neill in the storm. Down 4-1, four, four minutes into the third, and still plenty of time for a storm comeback. Right wing face-off win, Gorenson shoots it high and right, missing the net of Morris. It's been video game-like success, like it's rookie mode for Kale Morris in this game. Stopping 15 of 16, the esteemed Waterloo goalie. Kale described as a very quiet fellow. 
not like the effervescent Wade Allison who's out on the ice and had a few shots on Cage, four of them so far, towards Mr. Morris. Matthias Gorenson, the soft-spoken Swedish defenseman for the Storm, dishes it ahead to O'Neill. Backhand shot, left circle is blocked away. It's O'Neill's puck beneath the goal line, five minutes into the third. Storm in the attacking zone, down 4-1 to one to Waterloo. Comeback win puts the Storm over 500. Morrison at the, or Gorenson at the left point. Morris is watching him from the right high circle. Marino dishes, left low circle towards Gorenson at the point, rips, blocked in front and a maze of about six bodies dumped down the ice by the Blackhawks have iced the puck. We were getting into the talk about the Blackhawks' name, the Waterloo Blackhawks versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, the Waterloo Blackhawks are named after Chief Blackhawk and Blackhawk County in North Central Iowa. Chief Blackhawk fought in the Blackhawk War in the early 1800s. And meanwhile, the Chicago Blackhawks are named after a World War I division called the Blackhawk Division, after a Native American suck nation, which is Blackhawk. So essentially, it comes from the same chief Blackhawk. It's just one word versus two words, and one's a direct reference to a county, the other one, World War I. Matthews, left point, Storm shoots off the side of the net. McDermott paws it down, center of the slot, directed towards the front of the crease, stolen by the Blackhawks. Cleared out to center ice. Andrew Pesky wheels around, pass two, and the defenseman gets to the right circle. Turns it over. Here come the Hawks again. Left circle, wind up. Golovko shoots, and Greenfield saves. Golovko has already bested Greenfield once. 4-1 Blackhawks leading with 14-10 remaining in the third period on the breeze, 94.5. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. 14 minutes, 10 seconds for the Storm to score three goals and tie the Waterloo Blackhawks here on your ESPN Radio Superstation. This is David Fine with you on a Friday evening in Kearney, Nebraska. Blackhawks win, attacking zone faceoff, up by three. Light snapshot to the left point, blocked away by the Storm. Well, the Tri-City Storm have pestered the Blackhawks over this two-game set, but have only scored three goals in five periods plus about seven minutes. Faceoff. Dot shot is blocked from the right side by the Storm. Cleared out to center ice, and Colin Rutherford scored his first USHL goal. It's been a weekend of first goals for the Storm. First points also. In yesterday's game, Joe Cipollone had his first USHL tally with first assists of the USHL to Johnny McDermott and also Joey Matthews, the defenseman. Matthews not on the ice with Jason Critch. It's John Marino instead. 
Seven minutes into this final period of play. Waterloo leading 4-1 on the road against the Storm. Tri-City allowed four goals in a three-minute, three-second stretch from about the 12-minute mark of the second period to just over the 15-minute mark of the second. Those late-period goals before Rutherford got the Storm on the board with the last goal. Left to right, the Blackhawks. Kevin Sherizen gets a checkup high on a Storm player behind the play. He had just dumped it in. Delayed penalty. Paul Washi around the right side penalty box. Fended off. Touched up. Penalty Blackhawks. That is a head contact call on Kevin Sherizen. He got his mitts right up near the head of a Storm player. It's actually a roughing call on shares. Beg your pardon. Tri-City to the power play for time number three tonight. Tri-City's power play, the Century 21 power play, 0 for 2. 0 for 3 are the Blackhawks. Blackhawks with the best penalty kill unit in the league. Storm actually with that third kill have actually tied the Blackhawks for best PK in the league. Blackhawks have killed one more penalty successfully than the Storm. Blackhawks start off the penalty kill with a clear all the way down the ice. Nico Sturm possession, heads the rush, left, right, then at the left side wall, breaking into the zone. Storm get the setup anyway. It's along the right side boards at the corner. Sturm looks for the puck. It's one-on-one -on -one defense. He flings it back to the right side point, rings it to the left side point. Matthews winds beneath the goal line. Here's Allison shooting. Post save made by Kale Morris. Kale Morris versus Matt Greenfield in net. Morris's turns to be tested here on the power play. Joey Matthews with power play time for the Storm. Allison shoots, pad save made. The wrister by Allison. Morris got the right toe on it. Center point Matthews, admitted into the power play. Pesky looks for the pass and drops it for Matthews. Open at the left point. Trickling puck, skits towards Morris, makes the save, no rebound. It was on the ice the entire way for Kale. Halfway through this Storm power play, two shots on Morris. 20 for the game. Shots are 23 to 20 in favor of the Blackhawks with 12 minutes remaining in the third period. Waterloo four, Storm one. Johnny McDermott, a power play shift for the Storm in his second game in the USHL. Johnny is the type of personality when you meet him that just makes you want to learn more about him and just be around him. Extremely friendly young guy on the Storm. McDermott, the 6-1 forward, has to go chase. Waterloo clears it down the ice. Tri-City's third power play of the game, looking for its first power play goal. Waterloo's top-ranked penalty-killing unit, stilting the Storm's 10% coming into this game. Here comes the breakout from Jake Wallen. Two defenders converge on him. Pick by McDermott, frees it up for Wallen. He spills into the zone, was trying to wrist it, and there's no penalty. Behind the play, there was a slash on a Storm player. Wallen bangs back into Mason Anderson. Words exchange, no penalties. The crowd got a rise out of that. Gorenson right to left for the Storm, met by body contact at the right side blue line. It's cleared all the way down the ice again by the Hawks. Storm down by three, and the crowd's in sort of a frenzy against that ref who didn't make the call. Power play expires, five on five hockey. Storm 0 for three on the man up, down four to one to Waterloo. 10.43 left in the third. Kevin Sherizen left to right through center. Blackhawks forward, wrists it over net, and out of play. 
There's not been a goal for the Blackhawks since the since about four and a half minutes left in the second when Ronnie Hine tallied. Ronnie Hine, Garrett Waite, and George Gullifkus. Gullifkus all come out. All three of those players have goals. The only one not on that line with a goal is the forward, Marshall Moist, number 55. Faceoffs won by Waterloo to the left point, controlled by number 40, Ronnie Hine. Whips it around the boards to the storm left wing wall in the corner. From the wall, Critch gets it first. Four check for Waterloo. Errant pass to the right side point. Turned over to Gullifkus. The Minnesotan long dives to hold the puck. Drops it back to Waterloo. And Anderson shoots it out of play. Halfway through this third period, 4-1 Waterloo in front. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z, featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. The pause for one of the players went flying the mitt. It's back at the right side half boards in the Blackhawk defensive zone. Waterloo heads the rush. Left to right, it's Schultz. Looks with the full cage mask towards the front of the net. It's actually the full face protector. You have the cage mask, and then you have the full screen on the plastic protecting you instead of just the metal. Steered out to the red line for the Storm's Matthias Gorenson. Gorenson is pointless thus far. Looking to extend his point streak to four. Here's Matias. Drops it back for Marino and gets the give-and-go pass through center ice. The Storm defenseman can't break through a maze of three defenders forming a straight line. And there is a hand pass, a hand pass called on Waterloo. That leads us to our final media timeout of the third. 9.16 left in the third. Waterloo four, Storm one on the breeze. 94.5. Two things that make any morning better. Donuts and coffee from Carney's Daylight Donuts. The folks at Daylight Donuts have been up early for over 30 years, hand-making fresh pastries every day. In fact, they open shop at 1 a.m. most mornings to make your favorites. Glazed, frosted with nuts or sprinkles. Donut holes, muffins, pies, cheesecakes, and so much more. Find Carney's Daylight Donuts on Facebook or DaylightBakeShop.com. In downtown Kearney, under the Big Red Rooster, Daylight Donuts. Something to crow about. Midway Auto Dealership says, Go Storm! We think you guys are winners, and we're behind you all the way. And here's another winner. The original hassle-free deal at Midway. Hassle-free means you get our best price on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, as well as our huge selection of used inventory every day. Plus, free car washes for life. It's hassle-free, and just like the storm, it's a winner. Midway Auto Dealerships on South 2nd Avenue in Kearney, or online at thinkmidway.com. Our Nebraska Lottery third period, 9-16 left, and this final frame of hockey from the Viero Center. Tri-Cities down by three goals to the Waterloo Blackhawks. Waterloo four, Storm one. This is David Fine with you here on Camo Night, presented by Lucky Brand Beef Jerky here at the Viero Center. There's a lot of fans wearing these camouflage shirts. You can only see their heads if you want to be sarcastic. Face-off one at dead center ice by the Blackhawks, moving right to left in the third. 
Jason Critch pops it around the right side boards. Lands cleared down the ice by the storm. Four and icing. Puck was rolling on its end down towards Kale Morris, the goalie for Waterloo. He has made 18 of 19 stops, the only one not against uh, Colin Rutherford for the storm. Tallied with 37 seconds left in the second. Right off the faceoff, the storm had pushed the puck to the right side boards. Jake Wallen centered it. Nico Sturm, the faceoff man, earned the secondary assist. Defensive zone draw for the Blackhawks. One back, right side point, Newhouse. Newhouse rips a shot that's blocked by Brian Hawkinson. Times for the Storm to be aggressive, and they have been. Down by three goals with under nine to play in the third period. Bill McColt, the head coach for the Storm, last night said, you know, we like our group was the way you put it. He said a young team learning to work through situations. The situation in tonight's game was reminiscent of yesterday's game where the Storm allowed quick goals. Yesterday, two to the Blackhawks and about four minutes. And tonight, Storm allowing three goals in three minutes, three seconds to Waterloo. Backhander feed through the neutral zone, connects at the blue line. It's in Waterloo hands, directed back behind the net. Matt Greenfield there first for the Storm. Passes a puck to the right side, half wall. Blackhawks four, check away. Andrew Pesky, the Storm defenders, dropped his stick. Left point, Davies shoots past the butterfly in Greenfield, but wide right. Pesky without a stick, front of the crease, needs a forward to give him one. Instead, the forward McDermott says, I'll just take it away myself. And he keeps his stick with the lumber. Jake Wallen, right side board, circle shot, goes over the net and out of play. This is a Waterloo defense that you've not quite seen throughout the season. It's solid defense. There's If you're shooting the puck and like Wallen did and it gets blocked out of play, Wallen's one of the top goal scorers on the storm. If there's sticks in there and you're down by three and you have to attempt a shot, and it's just tough to do much. Plus, Kale Morris, the goalie for Waterloo, has been stoning them. Storm with a loss tonight would fall just one game below Hockey 500. Tri-City goes on the road for the next two weekends before it comes back here for social media night on November the 20th against Sioux Falls. Shot left post Waterloo is stopped by Greenfield. It was a far ranger that quickly trickled in on him. Left post shot again, and Greenfield denies hugging. Here comes Austin Long for the storm. Up through center ice to Nico Stern. It's along the right side penalty box. The, uh, the back-checking Brandon Schultz takes away. We started talking a little bit about Schultz and how he essentially grew up on hockey because of partially of P.K. O'Hanley as head coach. Both grew up. Uh, O'Hanley was an assistant coach in Estero, Florida, where the Florida Everblades play. And Brandon Schultz grew up in Estero at the same time that O'Hanley was an assistant there. O'Hanley then came to Waterloo in 2002, the winningest coach in USHL history. His only Clark Cup win was against the Storm in 2003-2004, led by Joel, Paves uh, Joel Pavelski, the captain for the San Jose Sharks. Stormer at center ice along the half wall. 6.46 left in the third. Offside, or rather a penalty's coming. It looks like it's on Waterloo. It is a hooking call. Looks like it's on the Blackhawks, and it is. Garrett Wade is the guilty party. So here's a power play chance for the Storm. It's against the best-ranked penalty kill unit in the league, the Waterloo Blackhawks. But Tri-City has a chance to strike. It is 0 for its first three on the power play. Tri-City's power play to begin this season is 4 for its first 47. Waterloo is allowed four power play goals on 42 chances. 
Here's the storm to the man up. 6.44 left in the third, down by three. Seems like a goal here might be somewhat close to necessary. There'd be about 4.30 left in the game if Tri-City can't score, still down by three. Marino heads the uh, face-off win for the Storm. Controls center of the point. Has the hair sticking out from the back of his neck. Gets ready for a pass from Gorenson. He wants the one-timer. Gorenson looks over his options. Left post feed goes to Wallen. Circles it back around to the right high circle. Minute 30 left power play times. Six left in the third. Storm down by three to Waterloo at home. Wallen's bodied in towards the boards. Rolls back left point. Gorenson open space. Deflection. Slap shot wide left. Plus over the net. Played by a high stick by a Waterloo player. Nullified by Gorenson's touch. Seeded possession back to Waterloo and cleared down the ice. Six minutes left in the third. Marino for the storm and his own defensive zone. He chugs like a racehorse through center ice. Gains the left blue line. Dumps it around the rim. Shelves down to a Waterloo player first. 5.40 left in the th third. Tri-City on the power play for the fourth time tonight. And it is down 4-1 to Waterloo. 50 seconds left power play time. Cross feed goes right side over Wade Allison's stick. Storm in the attacking zone. Cycling from the right side. Half boards. Umbrella set up. Allison drives by himself. One on three. Backhander save Morris. Centering pass towards Allison. Gets the puck. Close one-on-one -on -one defense. Pesky dubs a one-time shot from the right point. 30 seconds left of the power play. Here's Pesky. Final five of the third. Storm down by three goals. Pesky center point. Rister blocked out of the zone. Storm possession again. It's McDermott just on side with Allison. Crosses right. Shoots. Right toe save made by Morris. Cleared by the Blackhawks. Ten seconds left on the Storm power play. This power play unit for the Storm about to fall to 0 for 4. It's tough going against the best penalty kill unit in the league. The power play is over. Storm at center ice with Joey Matthews. And Garrett waits out of the box after his two-minute hook. Point shot from Matthews. Blocked away. It's in the center of the slot. Morris with pressure. Makes a toe save. Dug away at. Face off. He saved it. After the play, there's pushing and shoving between the big boys. It's Moyes shoving with Long. Long is yelling at him. Moise's helmet is slightly adjusted towards the back of his neck. Gently by Austin, of course. Face off. Uh, Long's headed towards the penalty boxes. So is Moise. Coincidental roughings. Both teams have 23 shots. Matt Greenfield has 19 saves. And Kale Morris has again become a showstopper. That time denying a left toe with the left toe and then the right. Palm the podiatrist. 4.30 left in the third. 4-1 Waterloo. Washi on the faceoff for the Storm. Those two players moisten long in the penalty box for those coincidental roughings. Helped out to the neutral zone by Waterloo. Back into Storm hands. Tracked back for an icing on the Storm. The pass through center ice with 4.20 left and the third period was a stray to the right and along the right wall. You want to stick around for our Tri-City Storm post-game show where we should be hearing from one of the coaches. We text Bill McColt to send one of the troops up, whether that's a player or a coach. Bill was on the post-game show last night. You can hear the audio from that and him describing what he likes about this Storm group early in the season on our Tri-City Storm Podbean page tricitystorm.podbean.com. Puck hops, 
Gloved down by a Blackhawks player, left post defensive zone. Brandon Schultz is stilted at the right side half wall with the four-checking Washi laying the back of his knee in towards the back of Schultz's knee to tie him up. Three-on-three battle neutralized at the right side half wall. Kept in by Critch, right point. Starts the cycle, but no one's there for the storm behind the net. Hence the theme of a three-on-three battle where three forwards are involved. Dribbled through center ice. Here comes Gull of Coast. Two-on-one right side. Circle shot. Toe save Greenfield. A follow-up slapper deflected left. Greenfield still playing well for the Storm. He has made 20 saves for Tri-City despite giving up the four goals, that time denying a two-on-one. Puck just hopped through neutral ice and went for a face-off. Bounced into the Storm bench. 3.30 left for the Storm to score three goals. And the question becomes, if you're the Storm, do you buy? Other pulling goalie, Matt Greenfield, normally down three. That's not a traditional time to pull. Analytics have said otherwise in terms of recent discoveries by some of the uh, uh, smartest that the NHL analyzers have to offer at higher levels of hockey, saying pull the goalie if you're down by one with more than two minutes left. It gives you about a 1% better chance of scoring. There was a story in the New York Times a couple weeks ago about how one analyst for the New Jersey Devils named Sudi Mehta is testing when goalies should be pulled, and they should be pulled earlier is what he determined through statistical analysis. Stormer down by three with under three minutes left in the third. Pucks at the right corner of the Storm defensive zone where there's a one-on-two battle, one forward. That's Hunter Lumen engaged with John Marino and Matthias Gorenson. Nine players on the Waterloo Blackhawks have numbers of 40 or above. The puck's held by a couple legs and a couple skates. There was no movement in that right corner, so an offensive zone faceoff. Lumen with that number 47 on his back. How about this for numbers on Waterloo? Over the last three years, it's been a trend for P.K. O'Hanley. Ronnie Hine wears number 40, 46 Ben Newhouse, 47 Lumen, 51 Brandon Schultz. There's a 55 Marshall Moyce, 77 Mason Anderson. Yuri Taro's not playing, but he's 88. Tony Stilwell, the D-man and Wisconsin commit, is 89. David Cotton is 92. The Storm have no numbers over 35, and that's only because of emergency goalie Jeremy Swayman. Other than that, there's no numbers above 30 on the Storm on normal days when Jake Kiley's the normal backup. Storm win the defensive zone faceoff and clear it down the ice. Those coincidental minors that kept it at 5-on-5 five five are released, so Long's going back to the box, and so is number 55, Marshall Moyes. You heard from Ben Gordon in pregame, his thoughts on some of the numbers. Greenfield, uh, uh, Ben Gordon rather, on some of the numbers. Gre- uh, Gordon grew up wearing number 13, where 13 at Minnesota when he got to the pros and was working his way up. Other people took the lucky number 13 idea from him, he says. He wore 76 in 2009-2010 because 7 plus 6 equals 13. Dribbling puck, two minutes left in the third. Stormer down three goals at home. Other numbers that Gordon wore besides the traditional 13. That stoppage in play, a Storm player fell on top of the puck at the half boards in the right-wing attacking zone, another offensive zone faceoff. Gordon also wore 24 with Providence, the Bruins in the AHL, for two games, no 9-10. He wore 37 with the Toronto Marlies, also in the AHL. 22 with the Abbotsford Heat in 2009-2010. And then in 2010-2011, his last year in North America before he played a season 
in Germany, and then he came back to the Tulsa Oilers in America. He wore 76 with Redding, 36 for Rochester, and 18 with the Binghamton Senators. Slap shot, pesky, high, wide right. Puck bounces out of play. Two minutes left in the third. Pesky's shot was walled and then hit off a couple bodies. We'll wait to see whether it's an attacking zone draw. Matt Greenfield still a net for the storm despite the three-goal deficit. Blackhawks looking for consecutive wins for the first time this season. Win the defensive zone draw. Push back into the Blackhawks defensive zone. Two-on-two -two battle, far side boards. Wing down the ice, waffling. Icing on Waterloo. Minute 52 left in the third for the Storm to score three goals and tie. It's been a Friday night in Kearney where the Storm allowed a flurry of goals, three in the second period, giving up three goals and a three-minute, three-second stretch. The Storm have scored the last goal of the game, Colin Rutherford from Jake Wallen and Nico Sturm. That came with 37.5 left in the second period. Bill McCold has his hands in his pockets, watching his team in the final 100 of the game. First-year Storm head coach has six day, or a week exactly to think about it, with this being a Friday game. Tri-Cities on the road for its next four games, not back at home until social media night against Sioux Falls on the 20th. And then the 21st, it's Star Wars night. Come dress like your favorite Star Wars character. Oh, boy, a Waterloo player just got checked back into the end boards. Delayed penalty on the Storm. Davies shooken up, a little shaken up and a delayed penalty. Oh, boy, this is the type of thing with 76 seconds left in the game. You just hope the players are okay. Hawkinson gets the call on the Storm. Two minutes for charging. Means he took three strides at least and then went in at the end boards to Davies. It's a power play that will end the game most likely for Waterloo unless it allows three shorthanded goals in a minute 16. Hawkinson's tempers can clear in the penalty box. Gorenson and Marino, two of the penalty killers for the Storm. There's pride in this penalty kill for the Storm. Tri-City is 23 for its first 23 at home penalty killing. And with the kill here, actually evens up with the Blackhawks for best in the league on the PK. Blackhawks start with a face-off win. Puck's released to center ice by Liam Pecoraro. Loses it on the wilting ice near the end of the third period. There's been 59 minutes of hard skating on this ice. That's not even including the intermission events, like the chuck a puck that could dent it. Two ice, or one Zamboni, one ice cutter here at the Viero Center. Penalty kill for the Storm has 50 seconds left. Officially a minute 33. And the third period, 45 seconds left. Waterloo four, Storm one. Liam Pecoraro deeks towards the center of the slot. Goes to George Gullifkos, tipped away by John Marino. Back to Gullifkos. George scored his first goal against the Storm yesterday and his second goal today. He has two goals this season, both against Tri-City. Shot from the high center point, blocked down the zone and out by the Storm. 17 seconds left of the Waterloo power play that also coincides with the clock. 4-1 Waterloo leads. Final nine seconds of the third. Waterloo slowly left to right on the breakout. Mason Anderson skates back into the defensive zone beneath the goal line as time expires. 
The Waterloo Blackhawks have beaten the Storm for the second consecutive night, a 4-1 final from the Viero Center. The Storm allowing three quick goals in the second and a stretch of just about three minutes ends up dooming the Storm. Colin Rutherford scored his first USHL goal for Tri-City. Bill McColt walks off the ice, hands in pockets, ready to talk to his team, and we hope to have Bill on the post-game show, so stick around if you're driving home. We start our old Chicago post-game show next here on our superstation, ESPN 1460. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z, featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island. And online at shopconestogamall.com. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey on the Storm Radio Network. Now back to the booth to recap this one. The voice of your Tri-City Storm, David Fine. Waterloo Blackhawks defeat the Tri-City Storm 4-1 on a Friday night in Kearney, Nebraska. The Tri-City Storm have not won at home here since opening night, a stretch of a little bit more than a month, spanning six games, but the Storm have earned points in two of those home games. The Storm going on the road for the next two weeks after this loss, but first we're here on our old Chicago postgame show to wrap it up and give you a quick summary of this game. We start with our Midway scoreboard, and remember, when you're thinking about Midway, you want to think hassle-free, and you're thinking Midway, thinkmidway.com scores elsewhere do not look good for the storm at least at a quick glance Sioux City is the only positive result from that so we'll start with it Sioux City losing keeping them at 12 points tied for third in the division with the Sioux Falls Stampede Sioux City lost 2-1 to one to the Lincoln Stars the bad news for storm fans is the rival stars are first place in the division and at this point jumping let's see in terms of the points 
Lincoln came into the night with 16 points, so up to 18. The Storm is at 10 points, eight points behind the Stars. Pretty early in the season, the Storm do play the Stars next weekend in its next home game, 7.05, with a pregame at 6.45 here on the Breeze 94.5. Elsewhere, Sioux Falls uh, wins 4-3 over Youngstown. That prevents the Storm from staying in a tie for the fourth and final playoff spot in the division. We'll give you some other scores from around the USHL Diamond. Omaha 3, Madison 2, the final for the Capitals. Nick Rivera, Josh French, J.C. McLean all had the goals. Bloomington wins 4-3 over Cedar Rapids, and suddenly the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders have lost, well, let's see, four of its last five games. That goes to show you that even Cedar Rapids, starting off the year 3-0, or rather 4-0, have shown some uh, vulnerabilities. Dubuque, 4-2 losers to Des Moines. That means Des Moines has hopped the storm in the standings for fifth place in the division. Tri-City currently sits at sixth in the division, and teams play tomorrow night, which could sink the storm a little bit down deeper in the division, though early in the season. Green Bay 4, Muskegon 2 in Eastern Division action. Chicago lost in a shootout, 3-2 to Team USA. And then the score that Storm fans are thinking about on the baseball ranks. You don't often go to ESPN.com for a USHL Midway scoreboard, but we're heading to the World Series. The Mets are winning 9-3 over the Royals. What has happened to the Royals late in this game? It was 5-3 going into the uh, fourth, uh, fifth inning. And suddenly the Mets have rattled off four straight runs on those poor Royals, though they are up 2-0 in the series. We'll take a quick timeout and come back with their Stadler Implement period and game recap. Bill McColt should be joining us shortly here on the Tri-City Storm postgame show on the Breeze 94.5. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Friday night, Storm Hockey and Taco Bell. Now that's a combination. Taco Bell presents free Kids Fridays at the Viero Event Center. Kids 12 and under with a paid adult receive free admission courtesy of Taco Bell. And that's not all. Each kid's ticket comes with a free soft taco and a free drink. Taco Bell with two locations in Kearney. Taco Bell because sometimes you've got to live moss. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Sports on the ice, the hardwood, the gridiron, or in your backyard, the Conestoga Mall has everything for that athlete in your family. You'll find stores from A to almost Z. 
featuring clothing, jewelry, food, automotive, houseware, hobbies, cards, gifts, movies, and more. You might say it's the hat trick of shopping, where you'll score in every store. Conestoga Mall, Highway 281 and 13th Street, Grand Island, and online at shopconestogamall.com. You're listening to Tri-City Storm Hockey. The postgame continues. Now back to the booth with the voice of your Tri-City Storm, David Fine. Tri-City Storm dropped 4-1 to to the Waterloo Blackhawks, and we are joined by head coach and general manager of your Tri-City Storm. That is Bill McColt here on your old Chicago postgame show. Bill, uh, three straight goals for the Blackhawks there in a stretch of three minutes and three seconds. How tough is it as a coach to sort of stem those type of runs when a team gets rolling like that, like Waterloo did? Yeah, no question, David. Uh, that was the difference in the hockey game. Uh, you know, they got one and got a little momentum, and, uh, you know, we dug ourselves a hole, um, you know, that we just couldn't get out of. How do you feel for Colin Rutherford, who scored that goal, coming to Tri-City just a few days ago? Well, it's good, you know. It. Uh, I was I was actually happy that Jake Wallen stopped on the four check, went through his guy, created the turnover, and uh, you know, hopefully that'll get him going a little bit more. We need Jake to be better, uh, but he made a real good play to Colin. Colin was Johnny on the spot, a good heads up play by Jake, and uh, you know that was a that was a good goal. Tri City dropping four to one to the Waterloo Blackhawks tonight at the Viero Center talking with head coach and general manager Bill McCold on our old Chicago postgame show. This penalty kill for the Storm has been fantastic. Tied for Waterloo at the end of the night now uh, for one of the, uh, for best in the league, best penalty kill in the league. What have you guys been doing on the penalty kill that's made it so successful? Well, I think we've just been doing a good job on pre-scouting uh, and, uh, and our guys have done a terrific job buying in, blocking shots. We've got good goaltending on the kill too, which is a good key, but um, we've, we've done a good job up ice, steering, angling, creating, uh, you know, uh, turnovers and, and getting good clears down the ice, uh, 200-foot clears, and that what wipes 20 to 30 seconds off a kill right there. So those are big things. Uh, you know, our guys are playing hard, and, uh, you know, we're taking great pride in it. And Taylor uh, Nelson and Ben Gordon have done a real good job, put a lot of video work in, and uh, really tried to help our guys be prepared as possible. Uh, for who we're facing. There. How much does the video work really uh, add at the end of the day, do you feel, to some of the complete efforts you guys have been putting in? Well, I think it's it's huge. Uh, the video doesn't lie. Uh, it gives you a chance to have attention to detail, not only with what the other teams are doing, but with what we're doing. Um, you know, the goal is to get better every night uh, and every day, and uh, we're banged up right now. There's, a, there's just no way, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. Uh, the, the bigger the challenge, the greater the opportunity. But we've got Dan Lebowski out. we got Alex Samojas out. Tori Dello's out. Carson Meyer was out halfway through the game tonight. Um, those are, you know, four of our key uh, contributors. So injuries are playing a little bit in it. I know we had some guys play with uh, a real, real uh, gut check hockey that uh, they're playing through some injuries, some other guys right now. And that's going to happen in hockey, um, obviously. But I'm proud of the way our guys... Um, we bent a little bit tonight, but we stayed with it. Tri-City Storm dropping 4-1 to one to Waterloo for next weekend. Lincoln on the horizon, a team the Tri-City Storm has seen plenty of 
What's it like going against a team like Lincoln again that's been off such a hot start when, you, as you say, the guys have been a little bit beat up here early in the season? Well, I think a big key for them has been their goaltender, Peyton Jones. And uh, not to take anything away from their team, but he's been absolutely sparkling. I think at one point he'd given up three goals in four games uh, last time I, I looked. I didn't have a chance to see what they were doing uh, this weekend so much. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a big test for us. We're going to be on the road. Uh, we had to get some guys back healthy. Um, but the good, you know, we got a lot of young players that are getting minutes and uh, learning. Uh, they're cutting their teeth in this league. Um, so that's a good thing, you know, and you, you got to coach them up. You got to stay positive with them and uh, continue to build their confidence and uh, show them what the expectations are. And they're getting a taste for how good this league is. And, and you see it tonight. Every night it's a, it's a battle. Bill McCold on our Tri-City Storm postgame show. Thanks so much for hopping on with us, Bill. We really appreciate it. Yep, my pleasure. Again, that's head coach and general manager of your Tri-City Storm, Bill McColt. The Storm losing 4-1 to to the Waterloo Blackhawks, and we wrap it all up next with our Stadler Implement period and game recap here on the Old Chicago Post Game Show, ESPN Superstation. Hey, what's that? This right here is Burger King's new extra-long sriracha cheeseburger. It has two cheesy flame-grilled patties side-by-side. Side. Whoa. And Burger King put a lot of spicy sriracha on it. Whoa. Yep. And right now, the extra-long sriracha cheeseburger is part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. So you can double up or mix and match it with old favorites like the original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, and the extra-long cheeseburger. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I said. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Some housekeeping to take care of as the Tri-City Storm fall 4-1 to to the Waterloo Blackhawks. David Fine back with you to wrap up our old Chicago postgame show. We just heard from Bill McColt on your drive home from the game. McColt saying a young team for the Storm that's continuing to improve and cut its teeth tonight dropping to the Blackhawks by three goals. We head to our Stadler Implement period and game recap. Stadler Implement, it's farming easier in the state of Nebraska with their great selection, Kubota tractors, grain handling equipment, Stadler implement off of Highway 6 in Minden. Well, Waterloo scored the first goals of the first four goals of the game before Tri-City finally struck back. There were three goals in that second period. George Gullifco started off the scoring in the first from David Cotton and also Mikey Anderson, about five minutes left in the first. And then in the second, Waite, Moise, and Hine for Waterloo. Garrett Waite started it at the 12.30 mark of the second, followed by a minute and... 47 seconds later, Marshall Moyes from Kevin Sharazen. That made it 2-0 Waterloo. Ronnie Hines scored his second of the year from Liam Pecoraro. And Ben Newhouse earned his third point of this two-game series by getting the secondary assist. Three goals in three minutes and three seconds left the Storm down 4-0 before Colin Rutherford, with 37.5 left in the second, brought the Storm on the board for its only goal. In the third period, it was anchors away for Waterloo playing stellar defense, the Storm falling 4-1. to one. Matt Greenfield for the Storm, 20 saves, 24 shots. Kale Morris, 22 saves to earn the win on 23 shots. Both power plays 0-4. for 4. The power plays for 0-4 all around in this series. Tri-City was 0-9 against the best penalty kill unit in the league, the Blackhawks. By the way, Tri-City is uh, up there just... One penalty kill opportunity short of tying the Blackhawks for first, so technically in a tie at 90%. And the Blackhawks were 0 for 7 on the power play in the series. In front of 23-43, 2,343 fans, a two-minute and 20-hour and 24-minute game, and the three stars of the game, three of them and two for the Storm, 
Brian Hawkinson second star, Nico Storm is the third star, Ben Newhouse with the multi-point game earns star number one. We are next on the air next Friday, 645 from the Icebox in Lincoln, Nebraska. It'll be a fun one when the Storm and the Stars entangle for the second time this regular season. The first time these teams played, Lincoln shut out the Storm 2 to nothing in a closely contested contest that was almost a tie for the Storm late in the game before Lincoln potted an empty net goal as time was about to expire. The Tri-City Storm's record is 4-5-1-1, good for 10 points and 6th in the Western Division. And the Waterloo Blackhawks are 7th in the division with 9 points just behind the Storm. Tri-City falls 4-1 to to the Waterloo Blackhawks as we wrap up here on our old Chicago postgame show. But we have to choose a dent popper grinder of the night that is Brian Hawkinson. Much like the Storm's hardest working player, the dent popper works hard to keep your car, truck, motorhome, motorcycle, boat or trailer to look like new. Your satisfaction is guaranteed from the dent popper. And our Riddles jewelry gem of the night, only one goal to choose from, Colin Rutherford with the light lift from Jake Wallen and Nico Sturm at the center of the slot with 37 seconds remaining in the second period. All right, that does it for us here. Next home game for the Storm is in three weeks for social media night on November 20th against the Sioux Falls Stampede. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone, and we look forward to talking with you next Friday here on The Breeze 94.5. You've been listening to Tri-City Storm Hockey on the Storm Radio Network. Join us again next time, and go Storm! Even as our Mark Schlereth, as you know, former Bronco lineman on the Super Bowl championship mm-hmm. teams, demonstrated during the